ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, wintertime, I'm on the grind. Yeah, I got the ring, I'm the champ, I'm the genie of the lamp. Okay, let's go smoke that joint. Are you ready? You think you can tell us what to do? You think you can tell us what to wear? You think that you're better? Well, you better get ready. Bow to the masters. Break it down! to the Houdé Nation. Minnesota Marty, let's get ready to smoke it up, bro. Antonio in the house. What up, what up? Mania said, what's up, 420 Crew? One love, let's get it. And Dennis in the house. School. <laughs> All right. Man, so I don't think Bogey's going to be here today either. Man, he's still... Uh, I believe, let me try, let me go back and see what update he gave for us, just so uh, everybody knows what's going on with his lady. Let me see. Yeah, she stayed overnight, and uh, they're trying to remove uh, the gallstones, and then, uh, yeah, then I think they're going to have, uh, then I think she has to have surgery to get rid of her gallbladder. I think that's what's going on. So hopefully, prayers out to Bogey and his fam. Hopefully, everything is uh, is going good. Haven't heard much uh, from him in the last couple of days, minus a couple updates uh, here and there. What up, Chris Ben? Yakumania said I can sit in for you on the weekends. Holla, yeah, bro. Shoot me, uh, shoot me a message on Twitter, man. Let's get some. Uh, Let's get some collabing going. We do the Wake and Bakes on Saturday, so we'll be back uh, here tomorrow doing it. If uh, if you want to hop on for the smoke sesh, talk some shit. Yeah, for sure. Dennis said thoughts and prayers to Bogey and his family. Yaku said prayers up. Much love, Bogey. Yeah, I mean, this is just scary stuff, man. Anytime hospitals get involved and people got to stay, like, I know a lot of people weren't, um, 
weren't following me when it uh like guys who are like in the chat like literally right now maybe minus antonio but uh yeah a couple of years ago i went to florida and what was i'd say was it july maybe yeah june or july of uh two years ago 2021 and uh man it was it was all fucked up i was in the hospital for like eight days like i i didn't know whether i was gonna live or die like man it was this crazy infection that uh that happened on my um that happened on my leg and uh, it was something that had been happening for like years and no doctor could figure out what the fuck was uh was going on with me and then um and then this time they actually did figure it out so i guess it was a blessing like in disguise but i'll tell you man i was so fucking scared like literally in florida <laughs> just laid up in the hospital for like eight days it was uh, it was bullshit man it was bullshit all right let's smoke it up let's smoke it up and reminder for everybody who follows the Silver Screen Breakdowns pod, we got a pod tonight, and uh, we it always goes down on Friday, five West Coast time. We're gonna be breaking down half baked. Oh yeah, <coughs> my favorite stoner classic and yours. <coughs> Nelly Nell's never seen it before, so it's gonna be uh, gonna be fun to see his take as someone i know he partakes and like you know he's lived in california for a long time but uh yeah let's see what he actually thinks of uh of this one and let's see oh did you guys uh see in uh, in the news well not in the news i mean i guess it was really on social media where jamar chase was uh was talking shit about patrick mahomes and um yeah he was like patrick who <laughs> trying to talk shit because uh you know they got he said they got the best qb in the world with joe burrow and then um mahomes and the chiefs they had their ring ceremony they got to unveil their rings and uh patrick mahomes <laughs> responds with that's who in the uh in the caption and then two rings <laughs> in there and then uh he has the picture of uh his hand his hand with the uh, with the two rings on it, so he's stunting on fools right now. That is for sure. And uh, we didn't hear a clap back from Jamar Chase after that. <laughs> really, nothing that you could say after that. Dude's been in the league for what five years and already got two rings, two uh, Super Bowl MVPs, all that, and way differently won than uh, than any of the Tom Brady, you know, Super Bowls he won in his first couple years. And Yakuza got asked for my homie number one pick in Dynasty redraft. If he wants JJ, what do we think? Well, it all, I mean, if it's a non super flex league, like, yeah, JJ should be the top pick, you know, like all day, every day, twice on Sunday. But if it's a super flex league, I mean, it really just depends on the scoring. Cause yeah, JJ would be one of those guys. But if it's, if it's super flex, I'm going with Patrick Mahomes, man. Like he deserves to be the 101 in Dynasty if it's super flex, because he's going to score more points than anybody else. He's probably going to play longer than uh, than most of these skill like players that are out there. You know, I mean, Justin Jefferson, he'll be a guy who's probably playing into his 30s, but you know, a lot of these guys are not even going to be playing until they're 30 years old. So, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, that's who I'm taking 101 in the Dynasty. And have taken him 101 in uh, in a dynasty. He's pretty much gone 101 this year in, like, all of our dynasties. Like, last year, it was subjective. 
year before that, maybe a little bit subjective. I think now people just realize like it's Patrick Mahomes and then there's everybody else for real. All right. But yeah, JJ, I mean, we want those dynasty wide receivers, especially like him who's only been killing it ever since he stepped on the NFL field. Jamar Chase, very, very close there as well, but we see a little bit hit or miss from his style of play. And he's not really hit or miss necessarily, but we've just, we've seen teams blank him out in, uh, in some games. I guess Justin Jefferson got blanked in some games. Justin Jefferson needs to be hitting those weights this year because man, he was just getting punked at the line last year, like a lot of times. And uh, yeah, like hopefully that's something that he put into his regimen where he's going to start bulking up a little bit so he can be a little bit better versus press coverage because Okuda completely shut him down last year. And uh, Yaku said, JJ is so nasty. Totally agree. Yeah, for sure. I mean, not too many guys are the number one, like, wide receiver, like, year after year. Because, I mean, it always changes as, like, people have, like, the, the actual season. Because we draft these guys, then they have the actual season, and then their value um, lowers or rises. And, like, over the last, like, let me see, what are we in? We're in 2003. So over the last, let's say like six years, I mean, we've seen guys like DJ Moore be the number one uh, wide, um, the number one dynasty wide receiver drafted when he was like 23 or whatever, coming off that good season where he kind of came out of nowhere when everyone thought it was going to be Curtis Samuel. And uh, let's see, DK, I mean, shit, at one point, DK was the number one um, dynasty wide receiver, like, you know, outlook. Justin Jefferson, I mean, shit, he's a, it's already been, I mean, this is his second year of being like hands, hands down the top wide receiver drafted in dynasty. I mean, shit, he's going to be probably going to be the top wide receiver drafted in redraft too. He's the man. He's the man. All right. Didn't really have anything planned today because usually it's me and Bogey, you know, just going back and forth with whatever we got going on, but but uh yeah but he's uh, he's got to take care of the fam okay reminder guys go subscribe to the podcast fantasy football hustler and silver screen breakdown silver screen breakdown videos um drop on or videos and podcasts drop on uh, monday wednesday friday and if we have bonus content it drops on saturday and uh yeah good time to go check it out go uh, go revisit shutter island that we recorded last week go check it out super intense movie and kevin what up bro what's going down homie let's keep smoking it up um let me see i've been working on my rankings here and I was almost like thinking, should I just, should I show you guys how I do like my rank? I mean, really, it's just a whole process. Like we got the whole list of like everybody here. And then it's like, I take the time to go put in the starters. Then it's like out of them, you know, we figure out who's tier one, who's tier two and all that kind of shit. The QBs is the only one that I had time uh, to actually finish. And uh, I have eight tiers of QBs, eight tiers of uh of qbs here and uh the crazy thing is that i'm made i'm making uh 
I'm making little changes to uh, I'm making little changes to these now just because of uh, little declarations that I'm just feeling in my brain. But I just um, guys that I moved up the list ever since I created it, I moved Jared Goff up the list and I've moved Kirk Cousins up the list as well. So those are two guys that I think are going to uh, going to reproduce and maybe outproduce last year. And uh, for uh, for Patreon members and stuff, what rankings do you think I should do? Uh, I should do next. Yeah, what rankings do you think I should do next? So here's my uh, here's my top twelve, and you guys can tell me if there's any spoiler alerts. Uh, here we got uh, Patrick Mahomes at number one, and he's in tier one all by himself for me. Uh, tier two for me is Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, and Josh Allen, and that's the uh, the end of tier two. Uh, tier three. Justin Herbert and Trevor Lawrence. Only those guys are in tier three. Tier four, I got Watson, uh, Cousins, Tua, Lamar, and Dak. Uh, I got them. Uh, those are my tier four guys. Tier five, Jared Goff, Aaron Rodgers, Russ Wilson, Kenny Pickett, and Justin Fields. So there's my tier five guys. Those were uh, That's all the way up to, uh, um, to QB 16. And then it starts falling off a little bit after that. But, uh, yeah, I'm really trying to get guys and uh, really in the top 16 or higher. I mean, if I can get my three guys out of, uh, out of those, because um, not everyone's going to have these rankings like I'm going to have them. So, I mean, really, it's, it's not always just about drafting guys based off the rankings. It's about making sure you get the best value based on uh, how you rank these guys. Because, yeah, Jared Goff, I mean – in redraft, he might be going behind um, Aaron Rodgers and Russ Wilson. So um really just depends. And uh, who's this, Kevin? Personally, I would put uh, Mahomes and Allen in the, in the same tier. Well, see, but people don't do tiers like me. Like, I do tiers, like, way different than anybody else. Like, nobody else that I know or that I've seen has seven tiers of starters, of, like, going through 32 like, that's just different. Like, that's why Mahomes is in his own tier by himself. That That's why, like, he's the 101 for me everywhere. Because, um, yeah, the tier two guys, in my eyes, these are like tier one for everybody else. Burrow, Hurts, and Allen. <coughs> All those guys are in tier one of everybody else's rankings except mine. And that's uh, just because I got Mahomes at a, at a tier higher where he just, I mean, above and beyond. I'm drafting Mahomes before anybody else, like no matter what, on the QBs. And people can do their rankings um, however they like. I just like to deep dive a little bit more into mine is what I like to do. And um, it's probably not going to be the same for like running backs and wide receivers where the tiers are so, uh, where the tiers are so small. But uh I don't know. QBs is one of those positions I feel like I track really well and I do really good on uh, on ranking guys. And um, that's because QBs are so important to the style of leagues that we play in that uh, we just take this shit real seriously with the QBs. PB and waivers in the house. What up, bro? All right. 
But yeah, let's see. So yeah, I have not worked. Yeah, really the QBs. That's all. I, I want to uh, the linebackers. That's going to be one of the next ones. I know that I do. I'm gonna gotta get that in the mix. And uh, yeah, probably running backs and wide receivers. And I'm assuming this is still Kevin. He said for me, tier one is only uh, Mahomes and Allen. Locked in is my one and two, Burrow and Hertz. Herbert, tier two, because they can go in any order. Tier three, uh, Lamar, T. Law Fields, et cetera. But see, like, I value Burrow way more than Allen. And, like, why, why wouldn't we? Like, look at what they did for him. First off, you go and get him pretty much the best left tackle in the game, at least one of the best left tackles in the game. Um, and, uh, what that guy, I don't know if you know, but Orlando Brown has blocked for multiple MVPs and, um, one was Lamar, um, Mahomes as well. And I'm not saying Burrow's going to win the MVP this year, but look at what he has going for him right now. You got one of the best left tackles in the game. You finally improved your line like tremendously. And you have Chase. Fucking Higgins, uh, Tyler Boyd, um, they retained uh, Joe Mixon, so I don't think their run game is going to fall off. That's why I got Burrow above Allen, and Burrow's my number two. And uh, Hurts, for re- I'd rather have Allen for uh, for Dynasty than Hurts, but, like, Allen doesn't have weapons like Hurts has. Like, man, I mean, Allen only has Stephon Diggs. They're not making moves over there to uh, to get more and more wide receivers like around him that's the issue there and he's not running i mean well i guess he is running i mean i guess yeah i think it's only in our mind that we think that he wasn't running more than before um i just think uh, he wasn't as polarizing uh running before is what it was all right i'm on the clock here what are we gonna do with this now oh i think hmm. This is tough. This is tough. You know what? All right. We're locking in Jordan Brooks because he's going to go sometime soon. Anyways, 13th round. What was that? 12th or 13th round. One of the two. Not too shabby. All right. And uh, it's crazy that you have Herbert as tier two over like everybody else and like nobody else in tier two besides him. T-Law is going to flirt with 5,000. Um, I'm almost thinking it's crazy. I, I almost want to bump up uh, Deshaun Watson and, uh, and Kirk into my tier, into my tier two guys with, uh, with Herbert and T-Law. Ta! And Crispy said, take Tony. <laughs> nope. Come on. And uh, I said, when I get back to Kent and I get my own camera, I don't know what you use to go live, but I want to start my own football news channel anyways. I can go live with you and talk. Yeah, hit me up, dude. Um, I mean, one of the things that I've told uh, um, that I've told everyone is, uh, man, you got to join the crew, officially join the crew. And uh, that, that's when we start collabing more, man, because I can collab with uh, with a lot of people but i really want to collab with 420 crew members and people who are supporting the community so yeah bro you uh you jump in the crew you get your camera and uh and your camera could be your phone like i mean just it just depends on how bad you want it you know right 
And uh, trust me, bro, there'll be a spot. There'll be a spot for you here. All right. Tag Crispy said, thanks for the buzz. <laughs> Let's... <coughs> Let's enhance our buzz right now. And what up, Hassan? Hassan in the house. Let's roll up, bro. Let's roll up. All right, all right, all right. Fire up. Stand your pipe and smoke it. Roll up, fatty. Oh, oh this bit of daddy. Let me hear that song. Baby. That bong, 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 bong. <clears throat> and Hassan said, happy early Father's Day. Appreciate you, bro. Happy early Father's Day to all the fathers out there. It is, uh, what, uh, what's fatherhood? It's, uh, damn it, what do they call it? An un, uh, um, dang it, why can't I think of the, <laughs> the verbiage? But, oh, I th- it's a thankless job being a dad, that's for sure. And, uh. I mean, really, I guess it's because of, like, chivalry. <laughs> like, how, you know, because it was just, like, it's the man's job to, like, do this and that. And, you know, it's it's a thankless job for sure. And uh, hopefully all the uh, the fathers in the chat get, uh, get shown some love, you know, by their family on Father's Day. I know Big Tons, our homie Big Tons said he got a cool Father's Day present in advance. Uh, his uh his kids from i don't even know what part of the country they're from but i guess they've never been to his house over here in nevada i think he's only gone to them but uh he said that they um they've been they've been hanging out all week and it was a big father's day present for him that's awesome yo yo dion in the house what up bro let's smoke it up i'm smoking on some tahoe og uh this morning and Oh man, this is you smoke on some Tahoe G earlier. This might be something like as soon as the show goes off, that a little weed nap starts getting kicked into play. But uh, let me, uh, let me try to find a fat ass nug to show you guys this Tahoe. It's so beautiful. Mm, man, look at that. Look at the nug structure. It's like just so perfect. Man, this is awesome. So we're, we're smoking the Tahoe right now. And then, uh, then I'm going to try out some of this uh, some of this strawberry mango haze brought to you by our homies at Redwood Cultivation. Whenever you guys are in uh, Vegas, if you go to any kind of dispensary, like any kind of the big ones, just ask for the strains. That are by Redwood Cultivation because they do strains for cookies, for Tyson 2.0, um, who else? Cheech and Chong. Like, I mean, they do it for a lot of brands out there in Nevada. And all that shit is primo. And uh, Hassan said, I did enjoy the Xbox showcase, Capcom showcase, and UBI showcase. Nice. <coughs> Did you go somewhere or was it uh, just online? And Yaku said, Tahoe OG is for real. Fuck yeah, bro. (coughs) Yeah, if you ever have a chance to get, uh, I guess that's what sucks too, is like, you know, people throw names on, uh, um, people throw names on a lot of different, uh, 
you know, just like, oh, I got this. Let me throw a name on it, you know, type thing. But if you're getting the legit Tahoe OG, like, man, it's just, I mean, you saw what it looked like. It just looks, be- it just looks beautiful. <laughs> and Marty said, got my old man a meat thermometer. Nice. Is he a guy who's always, uh, um, See a guy who's always grilling and smoking in the like meat smoking <laughs> in the back because yeah I mean the meat thermometer really for like when you're when you're smoking right when you're smoking meat and uh, it's a video game showcase okay cool and Dion said I gotta try it bro you ever come across I mean hopefully you know things like that make it to Minnesota um. I would assume probably not, though. I mean, man, it's, uh, you know, just some of these green thumbs that have been around in California, you know, and they've just been, like, just fucking, you know, just growing the, the straight dodo chronic for, like, 20 years. You know, like, I mean, it's uh, it's different, like, when, when people try to come out and duplicate, you know, what these guys have done, because... You could take the same genetics, but I mean, there's so much that goes into the process of like actually growing. Um, it's crazy. I, I might, uh, I know, um, Redwood Cultivation, they've been, uh, um, they, they're looking for an intern like over there. And the spot, I mean, it's literally only like 10 minutes away from my house. Um, man, I, I might do it, like, might not get, uh, probably won't get paid for it being an intern, but man, it would be, uh, it would be super cool to like learn a lot of these growing tricks from, uh, you know, guys who, I mean, shit, guys who are growing some of the best fucking shit that's coming out in the whole state of Nevada. And Marty said, yeah, he's a grill smoker master. Okay. If you ask him, (laughs) they all are in their own mind. (laughs) Oh man. He's like Arby's. We got the meats. (laughs) Hassan, do you like fighting and wrestling games too? Yes. I'm more okay. See, it's crazy because, like, as uh, as a whole, I was more on to, to the sports games, you know, than anything. But um, wrestling—that's always for sure been something. Games that I've gravitated towards. I mean, shit. The only game that I've played in the last, I don't know, three four years has been Red Dead Redemption Two. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Just Red Dead Redemption Two, and then before that, I, I played the. Uh, the South Park game and uh, Grand Theft Auto. Um, so yeah, those were uh, those were some other good ones as well. And uh, Dion said, "Yeah, I got a couple buddies already started uh, growing, but yeah, hopefully we get some good danks right when it's legalized." Yeah, for sure. And I guess the thing here's the thing to remember because this has happened in like every single state. Uh, it's, it, well, except California, because California is doing it like so much on the black market that like there's just so much good weed around. But pretty much what's going to happen is like all these dispensaries in Minnesota, it's because they're going to be like whatever date it is. It's usually like the beginning of the year. So maybe it might be the beginning of 2024 for all we know, you know, when when um, when people can actually start opening uh, dispensaries and shit, you know, legally. All the good weed is going to sell out like day one. <laughs> so it's like, if you want to go there, you better, you got to deal with the lines. <clears throat> but be there day one because all the good shit is going to sell out. And uh, I mean, one is to get people to come back to the dispensary. You know, they're buying the best shit. 
Two, it is really because there's going to be a lack of education on the bud tenders, and they're probably just going to tell them, okay, like these three are like the best, you know, and then they're just going to like push those three or whatever. But yeah, I would make sure that uh, that I would just be a part of the day one wave of dispensaries because it's probably going to be cool uh, just to be a part of it. And uh, that'll be the day that you probably get the best weed out of. Uh, you wait a couple days. Like I remember going to Denver and uh, uh, when when it first got legalized, it's 2014. And it's because the Chargers played the Broncos. And uh, so me and my homie flew out there. And um, it was, uh, I mean, shit, the weed like sucked. <laughs> like for us, like we didn't, I mean, this is 2014. I was like literally legit about to go on house arrest like in a couple months. And so I did not want to bring any weed or get in trouble for anything like that on the plane. And, uh, but yeah, it was, um, yeah, the weed sucked. And we were just there like, what, two weeks after like everything opened. And that's what everyone was saying was like all the best weed is gone. In day one. Zach in the house. What up, bro? Smoke it up. And Hassan said, what uh, What'd you do? It was always weed stuff with me. Just always having too much weed. And Dion said, oh, I'm camping overnight like the old video game releases. <laughs> hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. I, I don't know what the hell the post had to do with anything, but I saw a social media pic and it was like, man, these dumbass kids are never going to know what it was like to go wait in line for Halo the night before. And I never got into Halo, but like, man, people, I, I know people were fucking insane for those drops. <laughs> And Marty said, I'm looking forward to get some real carts. Okay. And he said, I don't know what's uh, in these carts on the streets. I mean, yeah, that's, it, it's fucking crazy, man. Like I get hella nervous with the carts. I mean, people are fuck. I mean, people have died <laughs> from smoking those carts. Like no fucking joke. So like, yeah, it, uh, I guess I always felt a little bit better being in California. Like, you, you know, just cause like having to compete with some of the best brands, you know, out there, whether you're on the black market or on the mainstream market. But yeah, man. Um, yeah, shit. Uh, you just never know. Like that's what sucks about this shit. Too many grimy fucking people. Um, Hassan said, uh, "I'm gonna have a new house on Wednesday." Nice. Congrats, bro. It's fucking big time. Let's get it. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. And Zach said cheaper drugs on the streets. There's always cheaper drugs on the streets. Doesn't mean it's better, though. Does not mean it's better. Because, uh, man, I mean, there's a lot of people I know who, uh, 
you know, used to try to supply the streets and um, they would just have trash. Like I've been, uh, I think I've just been so spoiled with good weed and, uh, and having the, the couple connections that I did to be able to get it. Man, I guess sometimes I get jealous of Bogey though. Like, man, the Bay Area, just, I mean, that was just the place for weed. It was like it was coming in so much of abundance because it's being grown. You know, a lot of it outdoors, a lot of it in a lot of shit, but um, um, in a lot of uh, outdoor farms and all that. But, man, so much abundance of weed comes out of the Bay Area. And it wasn't like that in uh, Southern California. Well, at least in San Diego, it wasn't like that where just like, Hundreds and hundreds of packs are just available, and people are damn near giving them away. Uh, what up, Titans? Titans in the house. What up? He said, what up, big man? What's going down, bro? And Zach said, that old Mexican brickweed. Fuck. Like, uh, <coughs> I'm glad I never needed to dabble. <laughs> never needed to dabble. <coughs> but uh, in San Diego, I mean, that was half of the market, right? It was either you were smoking like the dank of the dank, <laughs> or you were just smoking some Reggie Bush Mexican brickweed, like Zach said. <laughs> and it was crazy, man, because like, fuck, I mean, you're getting pounds of this. You're, you're getting like a pound of like trash brickweed for like, what, like sometimes two or three hundred, like maybe even less, depending on if you got it in bulk. And Yaku said, uh, main weed is for real if you have the reliable source. You gotta have the reliable source, man. And I feel like, well, like here in Nevada, for example, I told you guys about those shows that I would go to, like the underground, the underground shows where it's like vendors from California, vendors from different parts of Nevada, vendors from uh, Las Vegas. Like you pay five bucks to get in and, you know, it's usually at some big like warehouse or something. And then uh, every everyone's got their booths set up and tables out. Everyone's got all their weed, you know, out. And uh, you're just able to uh, go around, check out all the stuff. And um, I will tell you, man, like, because there's some people out there who, like, they think that yeah, lack of, a, what is it called? Ignorance is bliss. If you really don't know that good shit exists, you'll just keep smoking bad shit because that's all that's, like, available. And it's crazy how it's like that in Nevada. like the locals like smoke straight garbage <laughs> like straight trash and uh, they're happy with it buying 50 dollars ounces you know and it's like oh yeah like, i don't even spend above like 50 dollars on an ounce and then you like you see the weed that uh these guys are peddling for 50 bucks an ounce and it's trash <laughs> it's like a step above the mexican brick weed <laughs> and uh see look at that pound for two um, 25 bucks for a half. Like, yeah, man. I mean, that, that Mexican brickweed just hella, hella, hella cheap. <laughs> I could never do it. It would never get me high. Like, uh, even, even back then, like, man, I've been smoking, like, since I was 17, I was smoking uh, the creme de la creme. And, uh, man, it's, uh, yeah, there, there's just, there's no going back at this point. It's got to keep finding better and better weed is, uh, that's the goal. And that's what's cool about Redwood. Man. <coughs> Strawberry mango haze is fucking tasty. <coughs> and Yaku said, my Reggie days are behind me. Always willing to pay for quality. Yeah, for sure. And it's like, I mean, 
it's it's one of those things like yeah i know <coughs> that a big uh, a big portion <laughs> of my budget goes to uh, goes to weed but it's like man couldn't have it any other way bro i couldn't even imagine what it would be like just having like crap weed and actually i know what it's like having crap weed cuz for like a couple weeks <coughs> when we were here we we uh uh, we um, we met someone who was here from Vegas. They're like, oh, yeah, we got some good stuff. It's like 160 like an ounce. And like, okay, let's check it out. I already know you get what you pay for. But a lot of the stuff that I was seeing around besides that was like the straight trash, you know, the under $100 an ounces. And like I was getting, bo- I was getting bored of the, uh, of the dispensary, man. Like I was only going to cookies and like, they were so hit or miss with like actually having like, you know, super, super top shelf weed. And uh, so, yeah, so we try out some stuff from someone local and uh, man, that shit fucking garbage, <laughs> fucking garbage. And uh, Yaku said, not me. I've been smoking since 96, smoke a lot of diesel and I ain't talking sour. Let's get it, bro. Let's get it. And uh, Marty said, what are your... What are the top things you look for in bud other than THC? So, I mean, THC, I'm always looking at it, but like, that's like trying to think of like an analogy of what I I could like apply that to, but like, like good THC percentage, like it's almost just like standard. Like now when you're looking at some of like the top shelf stuff, I mean, the stuff that I'm looking at nug structure, are they like, tiny little popcorn nugs or is it like that nug of fucking Tahoe, you know, that I showed you. Um, that's one thing, the smell, uh, that's another big thing. I mean, really like the look of it, you know, like, cause I feel like, I mean, the structure is one thing, but then like actually like, you know, zooming in to where you can see it, you know, does it got the crystals on it? You know, um, a lot of, you know, the, ter- the smell with the terpenes, like, this fucking strawberry mango diesel, like, man, so much terps. Cause like you, I mean, it, it's only in the, in a Ziploc bag, but it's one of those smell through the bag, baby. You know, like, man, it was in my car for like 10 minutes. And like, I came back in the car uh, the next day and it still smelled like it <laughs> still fucking smelled like it. And, um, uh Oh, hold up. Bogey's calling me. Let's see. Hold on a second. All right, Bogey said he's gonna come on, so he's at home with the uh, with the baby. He said, "There we go." And uh, yeah, so Marty, for me, and the smell is almost more important than the look because, like, I've had—I mean, I, I think I've told the story about when I first, first, first uh, smoked out uh, smoked Girl Scout cookies. It was like in two thousand and twelve. It did not look good, like, but, like, then we started, you know, you, you smell it, it's got, got the smell, and then you smoke it, and it's like, man, like, okay, <laughs> they got to work on the look of it, but uh, they got the other tools down. I really do like to compare the way, uh, you know, the way we, um, the way we look at weed like a five-tool baseball player, you know, um, five or five or six different things that we got to, uh, that we got to look at. 
And uh, all right, here we go. Bogey's in the house. Come on, soundboard. Can you dig it, dig it sucker? Dig it, sucker. <laughs> Just giving you a heads up. I did kind of give people updates in the in the oh, yeah, of what's yeah, going on. All good, man. I, I love the crew, man. I, I'm I appreciate you uh, wording them up for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, a lot of prayers and you know a lot of good uh, good thoughts coming back from the crew. Hoping that yeah, it's, I mean oh, it, yeah. it's it's crazy because it's like um like for my girl personally, like she'll she done fucked up a lot of cars. By like, you know, not, you know, taking it in for oil changes and this and that. And, that. and like, so she has these gallstones and I kind of related to that where it's like, you know, a irregular eating habits and, and, you know, you know, lack of exercise, you know, irregular sleep, like all these stuff can lead to like things like this. And like, it's something that's been reoccurring, but you know, when we get older, you kind of have like, she you know, didn't take we got a tolerance for pain. You know what I mean? She didn't take herself into the dealership for a tune-up, is what you're saying. Exactly. You know what I mean? And then she kept having, you know, the check light kept coming on. <laughs> and, like, she would, she would just go, she would just get over it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, in a, in a, you know, overnight, and she'd feel better. And then, be, you know, but all those times she was, that she was, like, in excruciating pain, she was passing gallstones. You know what I mean? Mm. And so, uh, like, Vanessa told me that her mom had her gallbladder taken out and everything. Yeah, because, because gall, like, I'd say another, I'd say another hundred, hundred thousand years of human evolution. We won't have gallbladders or appendixes no more because we don't need them. You know what I mean? I know. Why do we even like, have? We, I mean, we used to have tails. I mean, it's evolution. You know what I mean? It used to serve a purpose before. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, that's when you evolve into things, into developing things, or not. Like in Waterworld, the oh, motherfucker had gills, right? Because it. Humania like, said his girlfriend's going through the same thing right now. Bogey said that, yeah. Yeah, man. Shout out, shout out to Yuku and, and man. I hope your ladies are all right. So, the, the the new update with my lady is she's so she's had to been in the hospital the last couple of days, and like the thing that sucks is like, you know, um, she's she's at a new job. She had a probation period right now, so she don't got actual health insurance. So like, we got to go to like, you know, a place that accepts the individuals like that. And then you know, it's not the greatest. I mean, there's a reason why you pay top dollar for good insurance. Or whatnot, because then you get good treatment. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, uh, th- like she would get her her MRI done, and then it's eight hours. So she's till a doctor comes and sees it. Then the doctor comes and sees it and like confirms it. Yeah, you need a surgery, but your inflammation isn't so bad, so it's not emergency surgery. So we can go through the regular process. Got to remove the stones, which is a procedure. Then she immediately goes to surgery. So today. She's getting the procedure done at 245, but she probably won't be home for the next couple of days. So, you know what I mean? It's, oh, yeah, you got to stay there and recover, right? I mean, yeah, it's like a week recovery, what they say, but I, don't, I think the discharge is like a day after the procedure or the oh, surgery. Because okay. yeah. the, so the procedure, they put like a tube down your shit, and then, the, you know, they use one of those micro thing, microscope things wow. or micro camera things, and they remove all the gallstones, you know what I mean? And, like, the thing is, like, uh, you know the the gallstones. They they they. It's you. You're in danger of gallstones being moved into the wrong directions, like into the pancreas or into the 
you know, covering the bowel, covering the, uh, you know, just obstructing anything. You know what I mean? Like, so she doesn't have any obstruction, which is fucking awesome because that shit, you know, would have been all bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And yeah. uh, shout out to Heavy, who's in the chat. He said, hey, man, first time tuning in since last season. There we go. So I, told him I was going to hold off until August, but here I am. Fuck that, man. Now yeah. time. You got to get the edge over all those guys who are just coming in uh, in August. They said, what are we looking forward to most uh, in fantasy this summertime? Well, uh, the news from OTAs, uh, mock drafts, we're doing drafts. Like So if you want to uh, get in some drafts with us, $10 best ball divisions, that's going to be a way that you really get a step ahead of your uh, um, your competition is by getting into some of these best ball drafts. Because, uh, I mean, I don't know, like, fuck mock drafts, right? Like, I mean, we do a couple of them, but, like, you know, it's all people who are here, who we know. Like, you start doing random mock drafts, you know, online with, uh, you know, just going on Yahoo or Sleeper Auto, you know, mock, like, all that shit. Like, you, you start getting confused because it's not the way that the market really works. But, yeah, appreciate you coming back in heavy. It's about time to get back in real heavy into fantasy. Let's go. And uh, Yaku said, I've had uh, stuff that tastes like ass, just not so good on the taste counts, terp count, more important than THC for sure. And I think that THC is just one of those things that like, it's like a universal, this makes weed good. Like, you know, I, I just feel like that's the stigma behind THC. And it's not that it doesn't, you know, for sure. Like, I mean, it definitely plays a part, but it's not the only part that comes into play. That's for sure. And uh, office in the house. What up, bro? Said, morning, dudes. I'm stuck on uh, the hybrids lately. Okay. And he said, use for recreation and sleep. I usually chase the THC percentage. Need more terpene education. And I definitely need more terpene education too. But really the terps is like, like it's, it's like the flavor. It's like the flavor and like it's the smell. And really the terps is like, it's all these different, all these different terpenes that control different things. It's like, have you ever had weed that made you hungry? That was because of the terpenes. Have you ever had weed that like suppressed your appetite and made you not hungry? <laughs> That's the terpenes, you know, like literally like everything is uh, involved with the terpenes. And that's like, I mean, I'm even trying to learn more because like when I hear, like when I go talk to the the guy, my, um, my, uh, my contact at Redwood, shout out to the homie Petey. He, uh, man, like everything is the terpenes for him. And I like listening to him explain shit is like, fuck man. Like, do I, do I even smoke weed? Like, listen to this motherfucker talk about it. Like he knows his shit, you know? And, uh, yeah, it is, uh, it is crazy. It is all, it is all about the terpenes. And cause most good weed is just going to have good THC percentage anyways. And I feel like if it's over 20%, that's a good percentage of THC. And then the rest is really going to have to come into play. I mean, cause I've had weed that the THC is in the thirties and then we have weed where the THC is in like the mid or high twenties. And like, you know, maybe the terpenes was probably better on the 20% stuff. Cause like those were some of the ones that I liked a little bit more, but it's definitely a case by case uh, basis. That's for sure. Uh Oh, we just had a pick in in the 23, it's Canada Marty who's on the clock right now. All right. Let's see. 
Yeah, Yakuza. Good news. Women are way tougher than guys. She'll be all right, brother. There we go. And sorry I didn't get to read that out when he was here. An office said, care credit is cool for health care. Loan for six months. No interest. Okay, I use it for dental emergencies, even vet bills. Okay. Okay, look at this. And Yaku so, said, good news is that women are tougher than guys. She'll be all right, brother. I, just, I so, mean, she didn't, she didn't pop up. Listen, you know what's crazy is that <laughs> it's been the last couple months she been like, did like yeah, it, she'll, she'll be like, it became a thing. Like, oh, I'm getting those pains again. Like, oh, okay. And then like, it started getting crazy when she couldn't lay down before she would have the pains and she would go lay down. You know what I mean? And go to sleep. Yeah. They'll go yeah. away. Then it'll be like, she's walking around. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, I can't lay down. It hurts. And that is the number one symptom when you have gallbladder infection or gallbladder stones or whatever, you know what I mean? That you can't lay down, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, um, so anyway, that was that was actually my girl that called me right now and the motherfucking, uh, she, the insurance called her. Cause she, we, she, we, she had applied to Medi-Cal long time ago. Like when we moved from, from, from San Jose to here, yeah. you know, we got the kids signed up because you know what I'm saying? The moment she was, the moment she uh, resigned from her other job, the insurance for the kids, all that shit went up. I got Medi-Cal, so it was nothing. Bam, the kids get Medi-Cal. And I, you know, she signed up too, but it said it would take like 30 to 45 days for her. Yeah. And then, um, so the fucking finance person came in because, you know, they're about to do all the, the procedure today. And she was like, girl, she's like, I'm not supposed to tell you this, but you're going to be all right. She's like, it's, you know, because of the economy and all this shit, she's like, they'll take care of it. She's like, but there's also something called instant medical. And since she, my girl already tried to sign up and she's in that fucking, that, uh, that grace period or whatever. Okay. Yeah. They said they'll expedite it. So I mean, this might, this might be like that phone call we're waiting for. You know what I mean? That's good. Cause, uh, man, I mean, because we just bought a house and we're, and we're going broke and we're in between shit. And like this, like a procedure and surgery probably be like 60 bands. You know what I mean? Like, this is real. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've already, I went through with my second Fuck child. these medical bills, bro. Man, I still get the things from, like, all the things in Florida. All that. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, man, like, like, hey, that it'll, shit, go to, like, it'll go to collections in, like, a year. It was, like, two years. Not even, not the, not the doctor shit. Like, it's only, if because I went to the emergency room, like, out there. And, uh, yeah, the emergency room shit won't, they can't go to collections. But, like, so, but I've got, like, uh, these other, the, um, damn, what the fuck are they called? So not the doctor, but whoever they call it, like specialists and shit. Like yeah. those are the ones that will like go to collections. Yeah, because <laughs> I've already got they're, because they're uh, <laughs> they, they don't work for those hospitals technically. You know what I mean? Exactly. When you're like like my girl, she had to go to a whole different hospital last night where she is now, right? For for the procedure because they didn't have a specialist that does the uh, the GI uh, like you know all the the gastric shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So she had to go to one, you know what I mean? Then when she gets surgery, she gonna have, what up, he got? Yeah, see, and the office said it right here. America's medical system is a scam, third world shit. I mean, because it's all about I mean, the And country. then you go to Canada. The whole country of Canada have free medical insurance. <laughs> but we don't down here. We're supposed to be the land. You know what's crazy, though? See, Canada, look at it. So, so let me get this straight. Canada is free health care. But the, if you have, like, you know, outstanding <laughs> warrants, like bench warrants for speeding tickets type of shit, or like, you know, uh, unpaid child support, or you're just a felon in general, they will not let you into Canada. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. It's funny. Like, one, of my, one of these dudes, uh, one of my friends that I knew, he, this guy, he fucking takes like this road trip 
like up to Canada, like from San Diego, <laughs> right? Like going on his lonely. <laughs> he's hitting up all these weed spots on the way, and he's like telling me like all this cool shit was before cameras and all that. <laughs> He calls me after he gets turned away at the Canada border. Like, he's at the Canada border. They're like, sir, we're going to have to ask you to turn around and vacate. Get the fuck out of our country. <laughs> I, I mean, I tried not to fucking laugh. because <laughs> Like, he drove all the way from San Diego to Canada. This is like a multi-day. Like, he, like was he going up through Vancouver? Like, did he go through Washington? And I'm pretty sure. I mean, or I did he go he, East Coast? Like, or like Midwest, nah, nah, he went, up towards like Michigan. He pretty much He pretty much took the five freeway. I don't know if you all guys the way up. Five in the bay, but yeah, the five goes from like the tip of Mexico to the tip of Canada, pretty much. See, and I like, didn't know the five goes all the way up that far because I've never took. I mean, I mean, I might have took the five last time I went to Humboldt. Who knows? That was like fifteen years ago. So I, I you know, what I mean, it's a little shaky on the roads I took, but 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 uh uh uh. uh I know, like, out here, there's a five exit, like, down the street from me. Just to jump on the five and go, you know, to and fro, you feel me? Yeah. What up, yeah, like, said that. Any tips for getting into the Scott Fishbowl? Scott Fishbowl is one of those ones, after the one year that I was in it, I kind of just refused um, yeah. to sign up or plan it again because it wasn't fun. There was hella gatekeeping. And, like, I don't know. Like, it's really just, you know, it's his fucking thing. I think, it's, I think it's cool if you're, like <laughs> – an aspiring, like, you know, fantasy content creator because then, like... Yeah, because when I was an aspiring fantasy yeah, yeah, yeah. content and creator, I, it's, it's, like, it's like a look, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like a look. You feel me? Like, oh, shit, I'm in a Scott Fish. Oh, so we're all, oh, so is my whole fucking channel. And so is my whole, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. you guys are in a Scott Fish? Me too. What division are you in? You know what I mean? It's like, it's yeah. a social thing, but, like, I don't do things for free because my time is money. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's why I don't fuck with the Scottfish. I did it one year, 2019 or 20, the first year I ever did uh, podcasting. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I shot an email I, and then we shot like, I shot like, like, I want to say like, I don't know, 12 and like a dozen entries and I got in. And then like, after that, I was like, get, you know, you get the invite or whatever. Yeah. You got to go sign up at the Scott Fishbowl. Like if you're not signed up at the Scott Fishbowl like website, you'll never get in. Yeah. So if you really want in, go do that. And that's how I got in too, because somebody was posting the link on, on IG. Like, oh, you know, y'all, y'all, the, the prestigious Scott Fish. I've been, that the I've been secret is fantasy content since 2014. And I had been hearing about this shit since then. You know what I mean? The Scott yeah. Fishbowl. And then I, I, you know, I just didn't think it was accessible to regular people. And then once I was like, oh, shit, we can get in this thing, I was in that thing. And that shit was so fucking whack. I don't even know how to use the waivers or none of that shit. Like, after week one, I just, I, I checked it. I didn't even fuck with it. It sucked. I made the playoffs, and then I had no idea how to check scores. <laughs> like, yeah, that's it was crazy. Like, yeah. And then, like, there's also, like, hella problems with the system all the time. Like, you know, during the draft, you know, during August, if you're drafting, it's hella terrible. Like, it's like, it crashes all the time. Like, I mean, maybe yeah. they fixed a bunch of those stuff. Either way, I just think it's whack. It's not for money. If it was for yeah. money, I'll join the You got to just be on – if you really want to get in, you got to sign up on the Fishbowl website, and you got to be on Twitter just, like, paying attention um, to people. Because they, they, they give away spots, too, all the time. Yeah. And, I mean, they're trying – I mean, pretty much what they do is uh, – because the people who don't keep getting in it are, like – I don't know, people who are, like, in it and don't donate or, like, whatever. Whoa. 
the hers. That's where the gatekeeping kind of uh, that. That's where the gatekeeping kind of comes in because, like, if you're not donating to this free league, you know, like you're probably not going to be in it, like time and time again. And uh, but yeah, you got to just be around it. And uh, said it does. Man, a lot I'd, of rather, I'd rather root for my man Peacock anyway. You know. <laughs> Look at this. See, and heavy. <laughs> all right. See, that's why. I've, that's why I like the people who fuck with us. It, it does seem like a lot of people just do a screenshot the email acceptance for the Twitter likes for sure. Like it, it really is for like, I made it Scott Fish Bowl. I, I give me some clout now. Can you name me you one know? person who's won a Scott Fish? <laughs> Not one person. They no, never, I think, I how come there's so much content about everything leading up to it? There's never any content <laughs> after the season starts. Never any <laughs> content about who won the Scott Fish Bowl. Like how much content do we put out about all these leagues that we're doing? Cause we're actually having fun playing in these leagues you know if i was to win the scott fish i will demand they change the name to the bogey fish bowl or the, the scott fish free or something like <laughs> you're changing it it's and like i like Lombardi, said, scott fish bowl i take it back <laughs> he said fuck the scott fish bowl i take it back <laughs> but i will say though if you join it and you win We'll we'll represent you because <laughs> because we just like taking credit like that. You know? Yeah, like, like Peacock. I mean, we're always rooting for Peacock. He's been in it for the last couple of years. And he said, going on year three, but the format is fucking whack and it's on MFL, worst platform ever. See, that's another thing too. Is like you got to deal with playing on a fucking whack ass platform. Like that's hey, what what do they call it? An anagram? I read MF. I mean, they say MFL. I read FML. You know yeah, because I mean? that's how I felt when I was trying to figure out the Scott Fish. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, but, uh, heavy. Trust me, the the tournament that I've been put that I'm putting together, the Hustler Best Ball Tourney, we've been going for three years strong. This year, we're gonna have more teams in it than we've ever had. We're already drafting. I mean, we already have more than we had the past two years. Yeah, we're almost uh, we're almost double the amount of teams that we've had last year, and we're not even into July yet. The last yeah, we, years, we already uh, have last year and the year before that combined, right? Like as, yeah. as far as entries. Yeah, for sure. Because last year it was like uh, two fifty, and they're two fifty two, and the year before that it was like one twenty. This one is for American Greenbacks. You know what I mean? Bluebacks, whichever one you prefer. <laughs> Ten dollar entry. So uh, I know, um, you know, Underdog, they do $20 entry on theirs. And uh, at least from what we have it right now, um, I, I have all the payouts and everything based on 50 divisions, but we're going to redo those numbers the higher and higher that we get. Our goal is at least 69 divisions. 69, dudes! And we'll that's settle for 55 if that's what it came to. But the goal is 69 leagues. Yeah, I mean, and more. The goal is really a hundred. Yeah, we. St- I mean, we still have July and August, two months. Where and now, I mean, look, guys like Heavy, guys who were, you know, not really in the dynasty world just yet. They popping up right now, huh? They're about popping up right now. They popping up. And uh, let's see. Yeah, and Peacock said it right there. He My fantasy wow. I got the tree on the way. Devo, what up, what up? He said, Bogey, good to see you, bro. Hey, what up, Devo? Exactly. I'm glad to be seen, you know what I mean? 
And he said, y'all was talking about weed while I was in a drug test place. <laughs> That's funny. You got to turn it off. He's like, hold on, let me turn this off. <laughs> I got to turn this down a little bit. About to start you triggering. I mean, okay, listen, man, we, we've talked about this several times. Like, it's so crazy because there's always ways to escape those those P tests. You know what I mean? Like, ways to uh, disguise your, the, the urine and whatnot. And, like, I remember this one time. Um, so the place is the place is Tesla now, right? So before it was Tesla, it was called Numi, and they were building like Toyotas and Lexuses, and they were even building the early Teslas too. But before Tesla just bought the whole, Elon bought the whole thing out, right? I worked there for like for like four months, and I was a temp, and I, and then they're like, "Oh, you're about to get the job, man. They're about to offer us a word." But then, and when they offer it to you on the spot, they send you on location to go take a piss. Uh, you know uh, what I mean? And it's the morning. I walk I didn't in care like, while you were a temp worker. Listen, I walk into the into the joint and they're like, hey, bro, they pull me to the side. And I they already worried me up that they're gonna give me the job. You know, the the other the other manager, because the manager I happened to be uh uh close with my cousin who was another manager there and whatnot. So he's like, Hey bro, they're gonna hire you a word. Yeah, not coming the next morning. And they're like, hey, they pull me to the side. Hey, uh, you know, we're, we're going to offer you the job. This is and that. Because this was like the last week. These other fools, like, we're all going to be done. You know what I mean? With our with our time. Yeah. And the dude was like, hey. He's like, so go fill this out. You know what I mean? And, uh, and you're going to take it to the, whatchamacallit, the, uh, those little portables, like, on on site, like, outside, yeah. right? Yeah. Of the, of, of the building. He's like, hey, you go over there, and then, you know, you, you know you get, get your, uh, your urine test and this and that. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, shit, man, I just took a shit in the piss right now, bro. Like, can I go when I need to pee? And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. So I fill out the thing. And while I'm filling, I'm just texting. Hey, everybody, like whoever the fuck, I'm texting everybody. Go get me. Go to go to one of the fucking joints for me and get me something. You know what I mean? And I was asking for rapid clear because I had used that a number of times before. Uh -huh. or it, was called, uh, it was called natural clear. That's what it was called. Okay. And uh, it was a drink, you know what I'm saying? You drink that shit, then you it was hella thick and nasty, and you yeah. fill that with water, drink yeah. the whole thing, then you do it one more time. Yeah. And then you for five hours, your piss is covered. Yeah. So then, you know what I'm saying? And then my, my boy, he comes through within the hour. Boom, I got you. I'm like, hell yeah. I told him I'd give him some tree or whatnot. So boom, he shoots through, gives me the joint. I drink the thing, and then you have to wait an hour, and then you're covered for five. So now before lunch, so then the guy goes, hey, did you go up? Take your piss test yet? I'm like, no, nah, I'm gonna go at lunch or before lunch. And that way I can leave a little early and then and beat everyone to the trucks, right? Because that's how I used to do it anyway. So, so I go and I pee. And then the next day I come in, they said, hey man, you uh we're letting you go. I said, What? He said, Yeah, man, it showed that you try to cover it. It showed like something popped up in your piss, like it's one of them things. Cause then now they're detecting the, yeah. they were detecting the, the things that cover it. Yeah. So just based on that, there were no drugs in there or nothing, but based on the fact that I'm covered in something. Yeah. And give me, I'm like, I can't. And the temp job was up too. So you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, fuck. But it's funny how it works out because there I met this guy named Jude, Filipino cat. You know what I'm saying? He just walked by me. It just you know what I mean? And I just smelled good. You feel me? He's like, hey, where's that? And then he had a van. So we just go to his van and toke. You know what I'm nice. saying? And then when I hopped in his van one time, he had a, a, an amp and all kind of like basses and, and guitars and shit. I said, oh, will you get down? And he got down with everything. He's a one-man band. Nice. He, was so, he was so happy he met me because he was trying to record an album. You know what I mean? He, he had been in America for about six years. He plays every fucking instrument. And he had an old like two-tracker, you know, or a four-tracker, which is like a mini disc Sony thing. And uh, so like he would, and when I say four tracks, he had one track, 
he had four different tracks. So I could have one track for my vocal, one track for my guitar, one for my bass, one for my for my drums. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, so he managed to record songs just being limited to that. So I told him, I said, "Hey, we could do all that digitally at my studio. You could have, you could have your 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 uh, you could have your 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 lead guitar, your complimenting guitar. You could have, you uh -huh. know what I mean? And yeah. you already the ideas were already flowing. So then, boom! Like next thing you know, he's working at this joint, making money so he can spend it all at my studio. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like I had the job, but not because you know? oh. that first couple of months he was spending thousands of dollars with me. Yeah, like it's a I lot mean, of hours. Like, you know? years, right? <laughs> it's tedious work when you're actually recording, like you know, in instrumentation. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And well, and I said, and he'd been waiting for like six years at least, right, to like do some. Yeah. Shit. So he and so imagine that he has an entire album, and they're all recorded in his four track version. But now he's gonna redo it, right? You know? and, and there's even some where like he loved the vocals of how he did it. And I'm like, oh, it's kind of shitty sounding. It's like poor quality recording, but I made it happen. You know what I mean? Like, fuck it. We'll transfer these vocals into the Pro Tools program and yeah. I'll, spruce, I'll spruce it up as much as I can. And then so, like, my, one of my cheat codes was I would just, I would put a fucking, uh, 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 the, you know, okay, you know, you play guitar, but then when you make it electric, right, it's because you're putting, you're putting a, uh, what is it called? Uh, you're putting it through an amp. You know what I mean? And oh. you're, uh, what is it? There's this, I mean, it's a fucking filter. I'm trying to remember what it's called. Uh, it's a distortion. There you go. Okay. So you could make it sound distorted. Yeah. But you can also do that to the vocal. So okay. it sounds like Rage Against the Machine. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and, or like the DX, the DX song. That's what right. they did on the vocal. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, they, they're that guy who does the DX shit. He's like a Rage Against the Machine, like copycat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause he has the dreads and he's like, you know what I mean? He's the, or he has the dookie locks and he has the kind of rock rap, you know what I mean? Yeah. For the and longest, the, I thought that was Rage Against the Machine that did the DX intro. Yeah. See, look at this shit. Office said, that's interesting. He said, I've never heard about a fish winner. He said, I smell a conspiracy. <laughs> if you won the Scott Fish Bowl, does anybody in here who knows about it? I would you be remember fucking- one time, it took this out. This is funny. One time I got, it was AJ. Shout out to my son. AJ yeah. was on with us. And I was like, he was so excited about the Scott Fish last year. Remember that? And he would always reference his Scott Fish team during the season and throughout the season. And I said, man, who the fuck even wins the Scott Fish? He goes, my boy won it last year. I said, what? He said the dude that he does content with won it last year. Which also smells like a story. Because, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, if I won the Scott Fish Bowl... I would be bragging about that any chance. AJ told that. me, you know what's crazy? AJ told me that guy died like a week later. No way. No, I'm just making that up. But I'm just saying, <laughs> it would have added to the conspiracy, right? <laughs> when he won the Scottish. But, look at, but, but look, at, look at what it's really all about, man. This is about getting donations to their charity, which, uh, you know, no way that they, <laughs> that they donate 100% of the donations that come in. You know, and, how come there's a whole merch line around this shit? Like it's all and the merch don't the merch go to them. It's not like does a proceeds go to a something? I mean, I don't know. I just I, any kind well, of charity league like is any kind of charity league for me is just a red flag. Is that why they call it Scott Fish? Because you know what we call fish 
people that you need. Like we, we his last name schools. is just fish. That's why <laughs> you want to find schools of fish. You know why? Because fish are the ones that just give up the bread. Yeah, <laughs> we're yeah. always we're always going fishing too. I ain't gonna lie to you. You know what's funny is. Um, I, I mean, even though I don't follow Scott Fish on Twitter, I always fucking see his <laughs> posts because everybody fucking, everybody, like all the people that I follow like it and all that shit. And, um, and uh, yeah, and Tony, I've said not all charity leagues because for our man Stu, I mean, shit, we raised over $1,000 for Stu. And I think uh, for his, um, for his chair, uh, his, uh, um organization there we go it's not just a charity it was a whole yeah. organization that that thousand dollars it got divvied up into various uh various they didn't even raise ten thousand throughout they didn't even raise ten thousand throughout the year so that means our league like accounted for more than ten percent of what his organization raised for the whole year like they donate to toys for tops which you know nothing bad about you know anything like you know donate to who you're gonna donate to Toys for Thoughts, I mean, shit, like millions upon millions upon millions. We actually, you know, I, I can't help but think it's like if 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 you had ten thousand dollars, right? What if you went and and like you could buy like really nice toys, or you can buy like like you know, like it's the quality over quantity, right? You could buy yeah. quantity for and still buy it cheap. Yeah, you know, are they using all the bread? I don't know. You know, what I, mean? I mean, I've always been the Give Me Money Network, and I was just transparent. And you've always been the hustler network and you've been transparent and you know what I'm saying? We're out here. We are trying to get money just like everybody else in the world. And I think the understanding of that is what makes the crew fucks with us real tough. You feel me? Because you know what I mean? The, the other people are trying to disguise it and not be transparent when it's like, would they, what, what if they said, Hey, uh, we are donated to toys for tots, but of course, bro, I'm about to make like a hundred bands this summer. My name's Scott Fish. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, their goal I, would people was, still be all about that? You know what I mean? Like, their goal was uh, is two hundred thousand in donations, and that's not even counting like all the merch or like anything like that. Are they donating two hundred thousand dollars? I tend to not get got. I tend to not get got by people like that. And even like when there's somebody that like I thought was cool, like Iggy, and he had some twenty five dollar charity. When that shit, I remember he, uh, uh, when when you and him bumped heads, and he immediately removes me too. I, I hit him up like, hey yo. Don't make this difficult and just give me my money back. And literally, and within that minute, you what's your Venmo? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's not you, bro. It's you know, I'm like, oh man, we've had like, you removed me, bro. I had a good ass team. I was one of the better records. I'm like, you would remove me for no fun. Just give my fucking money, bro. Heavy. This is something we've talked about multiple times. He said, "What's the biggest red flag? The charity league or the NFT league? BDGE dropped last year." That's why I said, if I you know what's crazy is being transparent about a lot of it, though. You know what I mean? Like transparent about there's no money that comes back to you guys in any way. Only thing that comes back to you is this NFT. And he well, had well, no, well, no, 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 because there's supposed to be a lot of prizes, like oh. that not money, not money, but like if you fly out to New York, you could just go hang out, you know, at the BDGE, you know, um, um, fucking what office, whatever the fuck you want to call it. They were supposed to be going to some big like games, and it was like if you did really good, you were supposed to go to these games. When like I first, <laughs> when I first started watching this dude stuff, it was back in 2015. Because you know, 2014. He is the reason why I'm doing content because I always felt like he sucked. Yeah, me too. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, and here's the thing: is that is it because I was finessed in the beginning in the sense that when I first started watching his content, I said. Man, this guy makes it really easy. He just puts the camera on. He's just in this room, 
and he's and he's reading off PFF and Pro Football Reference joints, and it made him sound really smart. And then I started realizing he keeps talking about PFF and and so does footballers, and then, and then and then they keep talking about Pro Football Reference and stuff like that. And then like I found out that PFF was the one you had to pay for. So instead of using Pro Football Reference, which was free, I just started using PFF. I was like, man, this is where this is what they're talking about now. And then it was like. Then it became super preposterous of what they were saying. Like, man, this motherfucker's just reading shit. But then I started realizing, oh, I like the way Andy uses uses PFF because he will come up with a cockamamie ass take that isn't gonna come true because he sucks, right? Andy Holloway to me, to me, right? But he'll find something in PFF to support his cockamamie claim. You know what I mean? Like something that is 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 fucking something that jumps out when you look at advanced analytics and you're like, oh, look at it. Like for example, uh, 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 there there's ways it could be skewed. So I had the PFF guy on one time, and I asked him. I said, when you look at the advanced analytics, what is the, the your favorite metric that like you know that you use that translates well in fantasy? And he said, it's the clean pocket. You know what I mean? And the, and the com- completion rating in a clean pocket. So he was saying like, and this was going into 2021, right? And he was like, look at Danny, Danny Dumbass. He didn't say Danny Dumbass, but he said Daniel Jones, right? He was like, look at Daniel Jones. His completion rating was was super higher uh, outside the pocket when he was scrambling to make plays. But when he had a clean pocket and he was in the pocket, ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, wow. I was like, I never thought of that. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Then you have someone like Joe Burrow. His completion rating was higher under pressure. But his completion rating was above league average still. Yeah, still good. So it was like, wow, this kid is awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because he was even better under pressure. And that was was a a stat uh, 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 that came out of college that he was crazy for him. He he had the highest completion rating ever for a QB under pressure. The highest QBR, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that shit immediately translated to the Bengals because they were the Bungles when he got there. That line was super. I still kind of bad. Maybe not this year though with Orlando Brown, and that's why we were, we were talking, for MVP. We, we were talking about this earlier, and I was talking about my QB rankings and how I I break down my tiers for QBs different than most other people break them down because I got Patrick Mahomes in a tier all of his own, and like then I got I'll Burrow. put Joe Burrow in that tier with him. I won't see in some May because and, of the weaponry. Like Mahomes is Mahomes, whoever he has Kelsey, and it don't even matter who else, right? Everybody else is complimentary. But I'm talking about like the fact that like the best tandem of web of receiver in the game is hands down to me the Chase Higgins. You know what I mean? So yeah, and Burrow's yeah. my number two, and he's at the head of tier two. But for most people out there, I'm sure they don't even break up the top four. Like those are usually just and tier then, one guys. And then you know what? I'll put like the Allen and Hurts in their own. Yeah, Zeb. I'll put Allen and Hertz in their own because okay. they're they're an extreme high upside of both both uh, worlds, you know, rushing and passing volume. So, and our homie Kevin, he said that he would put Josh Allen like just where you said you'd put Burrow in the tier with Mahomes. It was that for him. Yeah. Allen's number four for me uh, this year, which is still great, but still yeah. I don't have him as top two like a lot of people have. I, I have him four too because. I think I, I think arguably the second best duo of weapons, maybe maybe yeah, the third because I think Jefferson and Addison might work their way up into being like one of them combos. You know what I mean? But I like AJ Brown, AJ Brown, and then Slim Reaper. You know what I mean? Plus, oh, plus yeah. they got a tree, they got a tree over there. They got a Goddard. You feel me? So 
I mean, that's why I have Tua so high. And, um, like, I have Tua at uh, nine. Right behind Deshaun Watson and Kirk Cousins and right above Lamar and Dak. Who is this? Tua. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think the only the, – I'll never argue where anyone puts Tua. I think he deserves to be high. Because when I rank, I'm ranking, like, they finna play the whole season, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, we're not ranking based on how, like, we think someone's going to get injured or whatever. Yeah. Where you got – um, except for, like, a Kyler Murray. I'm never going to – he'll never be in the top 12 or, like, top – you know, it's 18 for me. It's 16 maybe, or 8, 17. Yeah, I, I won't have him in my top 18 because <laughs> I assume he's missing time. You know what I'm saying? You said you won't have him inside the top 18? Yeah, I'll probably have him like nine. Like, if he, because what? Because right where you were saying, you were like, they don't have any games he's going to play, bro. Like, they could be so bad. They're like, don't even come back for this year, bro. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, I have him as number 17 right now. See, there you go. That's too high, bro. Yeah, he's at the the top of my tier six guys. And here's here's tier six for me. Where you got Mac Jones? Um, 27. 27. Okay. Right behind Brock Purdy and right above Baker. It's crazy because I feel like he's going to, if if he plays all 16, he's like fourth out wow and like 25. You know what I mean? I mean, that's, I, guess that's the range. I guess that's the range. That's the range though. Yeah. I feel like, you know, 4,000 yard passes. Like, I mean, how many did we have last year? You know what I mean? We had we had a good amount of them motherfuckers. Yeah. Oh yeah, there always is. Um, man, you know who I'm really high on, like as of late, and just like even more and more, Kirk Cousins, man. Yeah, like, yeah. Me- remember when they that day of the draft when they drafted Addison? I remember because uh, we weren't covering day one, were we? Uh, I think. Oh you no, were we were day- covering day one. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm oh oh I was on with Gucci I went on with Guccini that's right so when I was on with Guccini right I remember I was like bro he's about to be a five thousand yard passer finally you know what I mean like they're they're a pass first first team you know what I'm saying they got they got Jefferson Hawkinson Addison this is you know what I mean come on they made their running like, game worse to say for their bottom for the for the bottom line you know like I, to save the money. And they did not improve their defense at all. It only got worse. I mean, they they improved it by bringing I in mean, Brian Flores, maybe. You know what I mean? I but, mean yeah, yeah, but personnel wise, I mean, the only new addition that I can think of off the top of my head Marcus is Marcus Davenport. And but uh, you get uh, rid Murphy. of okay, yeah. I mean, you get rid of. I mean, shit. You get rid of Kendricks. You get rid of Tomlinson. You get rid of Zendarius Smith. It's like they got rid of so many fucking pieces. Yeah, Pete, Patrick Peterson. There. Okay, so now look at the replacements. Instead yeah, no, Patrick, Patrick Peterson. That was huge. They bring over Byron Murphy, right? Uh-huh. Instead of Tomlinson. That's they huge. Got... Yeah, I, I keep forgetting about Murphy, but that is fucking huge. Because he's right? way better than Peterson. Like fucking, he was like he was like a top three last year. He was yeah. like number 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 three or something like that. And like. And like completely yeah, can he be an island? Like if he could be an island over there, that might make it real a lot easier for Flores, you know, because that was one thing about the Jets defense that Rex Ryan talked about. It's way easy when you can put one person on the side of the field, then like you don't have to worry about that side of the field at all. And look at look at what uh look at what he's always had. 
right? What is he, what Brian Flores, when he was with New England, he has Stefan Gilmore and yeah. young JC Jackson, right? Uh-huh. Then now look at when he goes to um uh when he goes to uh, Miami, he has Xavier and Howard. You know what I mean? They, they, they even brought in Byron Jones for what that's worth because they needed yeah. like just a guy who's like a number one on a different team, but to play number two. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, and then now he had, so then, then first thing they do is they trade for Byron Murphy. Or did they pick him up or trade for him? They picked him up. Uh, yeah, was just, just for the yeah, sake of it. For him. He was a free agent. Yeah. It was yeah, a pretty good game. Hit the pick him up drop. <laughs> pick him up. <laughs> and then now Brian Flores, he over there with, uh, with, with Minnesota, so they got Brian Murphy. They bring mm -hmm. in Marcus Davenport instead of Tomlinson. Yeah, uh, uh, I mean, we're gonna well, see Bryce Osimo. Davenport, I think, is a more Zendarius Smith because Tomlinson's the interior. They didn't do shit for that's the right. Well, because Tomlinson, he he did play like outside. Like, I mean, he would play off the edge too. Sometimes that's why they, they had the dual designation. Okay. You know what I'm saying, and yeah, and uh, Yahoo even too. But 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 anyways, yeah, um, you're right though. He he's, he predominantly plays in the inside. So you got Davenport replacing, then you got Kendrick being replaced by Osama. Yeah. And then you got, we're going to see what Lewis Sign do. Still got Harris in there, which is awesome because, like, he's just going to, like, lace game. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he still makes plays. It's crazy. Yeah. But, yeah, Kirk, I, I think he's going to be one of those guys. If I – having him as my QB2 in a lot of places, I think – You want to know why I could – want to know why, why um, I can't get him up no higher than, like, seven or eight? Well, I mean, that's why I have him at number eight. Yeah, but you want to know why I can't get him no higher than that? Well, I mean, it's T-Law and Herbert that's higher than that, right? No, but I'm just saying, though, with, with based on this theory and him going 5,000 and say he throws for 40, like, right? Like, that's the, the ceiling that I think he has with these with these type of weapons. But yeah. it's because he has five primetime games, bro. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but see, but you know what? What if his primetime? Primetime, Kirk, no. What if his primetime games start turning into, like, you know, a Jameis Winston? Well, okay, you know uh, how started rocking the... That's crazy pick. But, like you know, it. multiple picks. I like it. But, but he's still going to throw for 300 and a couple touchdowns. Here's 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 another thing I like about, about Kirk. He's starting to rock all his jewelry nowadays. And uh, they got him a watch, bro. They got him a Richard Milley, you know okay. what I'm saying? And... Uh, the time is always wrong on it, so he doesn't even know he's in prime time, bro. That's how they're gonna try to trick him this year. <laughs> <laughs> That's just stupid. What if the prime time games are in a dome? You know, you, you can be you can be tricked, right? You, <laughs> you, just put a blind, you put a blindfold on them and you walk them into this motherfucker. <laughs> Kirk, we're just gonna drive you every uh, <laughs> these specific games. We're gonna we're gonna get a stretch limo for you with tinted windows. Kurt, I'm gonna just going to tell you to you straight. This is Kevin O'Connell, right? Kevin O'Connell's like, listen, Kurt, I've been, I, I remember you back all the way back in Washington. Right? You just suck in primetime, bro. Okay, I got to let you know, all right? <laughs> we're going to spin you around eight times and we're going to put a blindfold on you. We're going to walk in and everybody's going to say it's three o'clock, okay? That shit's funny. You know what I heard is that when Rivers, his last year uh, playing for the Chargers when they were in L.A., Man, it was crazy. They said he bought one of those Mercedes, you know, those big ass Mercedes 
like vans or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. big one. The yeah, he, yeah, he bought one of those, and it was like his command center, and he would, you know, be leaving however many hours before the game, and he's studying all the tape and doing everything in there. Like, man, he was riding in style. Didn't really. <laughs> That's pretty cool, man. He got it. But you know what, though? Like, you look at it, you go, oh, who's, he's riding in style. And then, like, he has the bolo tie on. You're like, oh, come on. Yeah. It wasn't helping him much. But, uh, I mean, riding in style is fucking, yeah. I remember yeah. one time, right? It was early, like, it was probably, like, three years ago now. And I was like, so, you know, did you, uh, so you used to be a Chargers fan. I said, when they, I said, back in 2013, but did you wear a bolo? And you're like, fuck no. <laughs> I've always hated Rivers. I've always hated Rivers. I was mad when they drafted him because they I, mean, they. I mean, you're a Breeze believer. Yeah, you're right too. Yep. Who got the fucking Super Bowl? And yeah, man, I just it was supposed to be Breeze and LT like on the same team for like. Could you imagine those guys on the same team for ten years? The damage that they could have done. You know, and uh, man, they just fucked that all the way up. <coughs> Breeze probably loved it too because he was he was taller than him, like clearly. Because <laughs> like <coughs> they could have gotten a huge, huge haul for. Well, no, they did. They already did get a huge haul for Eli. You know, because they still like traded Eli or whatever. You know, because the Chargers it, it was either they was like screw. Oh, it was it was a it was a all of them, huh? Archie too. Yeah, my son will not play for the Chargers. <laughs> but they ended up getting like I don't know, like four or five picks for like Eli, and uh, like if they would have, they and that was to get the number one, the to get the one o two. That was to get two Super Bowls. Well, that was to get the one o two, like as well. That's what's crazy. Like they could have still traded back that one o two, got another big haul, you know, for this pick, and like. Yeah, they and this was before Breeze even got hurt. Like that's what's crazy. Like Breeze. Yeah, got so hurt, you mean they could have traded down when when they traded down. They could have traded, traded down again. They didn't have to get the QB. They had Breeze. Yeah, but they went and got the bolo tie rocking, clean cursing son of a gun, Phil Rivers. <laughs> and fucking uh, and the worst thing that they did, you know, that LT walked for nothing. Like, if you were just going to let LT walk, they could have traded him for, like, three first-round picks, like, at the time, after that 31-touchdown season and all that. Like, he still went for years before he fell off. Like, you know, Tomlinson's story, Brett, it's kind of metaphoric that he kind of walked like a free man, right? Because the reason he has the name Tomlinson, right, is it goes back to his ancestors, like, in Texas, right? They were slaves. But... The, the family that quote unquote owned them, the, the Tomlinsons, right? They they love this particular group of slaves. They treated them like family. They had them in a house on the thing. You know what I'm saying? And uh and uh and they ate in the big house and all, you know what I mean? But anyways, and then so when they when when they got freed, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They asked them. I mean, they bestowed upon them the Tomlinson name. Said, hey, we love you guys. We want you guys to carry our name. You know, they could have been like, screw that. But they actually did carry the name. And to go and with the backstory, it's, uh, it's the NFL life, right? On LC. Yeah, yeah. And, and, then, uh, and then, like, remember, he goes he goes back to the joint. And yeah. he talks to, like, the, the great, equivalent. great, great grandson. Yeah, the equivalent of him. But on, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's a white dude. And, uh. 
you know, he was taking them on the land, the plantation or whatever it was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and like, and remember Thompson, uh, 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 LT, he broke down, he was crying, he was like, dang. Like, yeah. You know crazy. what I mean? Like, and, and Crispy said, I'm praying for my daughter, <coughs> praying for my daughter-in-law. <laughs> I didn't thank read you, it out. Man, thank I you, just, like, I'm about to reach to the screen and slap your ass if you don't give Bogey my messages. <laughs> man, thank, thank you. Thank you, Dad. Really appreciate you, man. Love, love y'all, for real, man. Yeah. Love all y'all, man. Like, I wanted to jump on yesterday, too, when I got home, just to, like, get my, you know, because, like, I tend to do, I do things to, to get, you know, as they say, time kind of, like, you know, helps pass things, you know what I'm saying? Or time heals all wounds is what they say. So I was, and it's not me, it's my lady. So that's, you know, and and shout out to our man Lee and, and shout out to Catherine because she's doing great now. And it is crazy when like, you know, when your significant other going through some shit and it's like, it's not like I'm a, like, I would have to be a doctor or otherwise there's no other way I can help her in this situation. So like right. the feeling of helplessness is kind of, it's crazy, but like, you got to stay positive. You got to like, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and that first day like was kind of, well, I was kind of out of my mind yesterday too because I didn't have no sleep. And when I left Playmakers to go, I was in the Playmaker mindset. You know, I'm on hella shrooms. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. a couple beers in, and I gotta go to the fucking the thing. And what was crazy is like when we were in the emergency room, when she got called in to the waiting room, they're like, only, uh, only, you know, uh, potential patients can wait. So I was like, fuck. So, but I was kind of like, all right, you know, what I mean, I gotta go to the car now. Yeah, and I'm sitting in the car for like three hours, like fucking yeah. just kind of you know coming down. You know what I mean? Yeah, just trying not because laws of attraction is real. I'm strongly believing that, and I'm just just trying to keep a clear head and not manifest the shit. You know, I'm I'm yeah. always manifesting the good shit. I'm you know what I mean? But yeah. it tends to work both ways, so you just can't. That's why you never really hear me be too pessimistic. I'm more so, I'm more so uh, rationally thinking than anything. You know what I mean? And Zeb said, Irv Smith, Higby, Hayden Hurst, Dynasty, who do you guys like? None of them, but I guess I'll go I'll with take Irv. <laughs> yeah. I'll take Big Irv. Yeah. Just Zeb because he might get, like, a touchdown or three. You feel me? Like, yep. I mean, when to start him? I don't know. Yep. But then also, in the Zach Taylor system, which is a, 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 a ripoff of the of the Sean McVay, because that's where he came from. He, he was Sean McVay's OC for a while. In that system... It's it's a twenty one personnel system, an eleven personnel system. Yeah. So you're always gonna have two, I mean, uh, and three wide receiver sets. But sometimes the three wide receiver set, it's the tight, it's the tight end. More, but more often than not, it's when one of them is injured, Tyler Boyd or yeah. Higgins or Chase, because we we'll see stretches where it's not all three of them. Then er, the Hayden Hurst was coming into play. So now in this case, it's Irv Smith. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Once one of the three is missing, th that tight end becomes a factor, bro. Like it, we see it all the time. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And uh, it's funny. Um, what up, Charlie Brown? He said and they fired Schottenheimer after going 14 and two. And it's crazy because he deserved to get fired. Like when coaching clearly loses you a divisional playoff game. Like, yeah. And uh, I mean, do you remember Mike Malarkey? I mean, the name sounds familiar. And you know what's crazy, too, is because it was Mike Malarkey and Ken Wisenhunt. Wisenhunt actually came from the, that, the Chargers prior to that, right? But uh, so they, they were the, this was the staff. Mike Malarkey was the head coach. Ken Wisenhunt was the OC. This is the staff that drafted Mariota. And uh, when they got, they got to the playoffs, beat the Chiefs, 
then lost to New England, and they fired the fuck out of that staff. They were, they they still knew no matter what we're getting rid of them because it was like they were making they were winning in spite of this dumbass coach. Like you remember the way they beat the Chiefs? Mariota throws he throws in the I mean he's in the end zone. He he's in the red zone. He he throws a pass. It gets swatted back to Mariota, and he runs it in. It was the most <laughs> flukiest shit ever to beat the number the, you know one of the top teams that year. You feel me? Like that was the I think that was the last Alex Smith or the second to the last Alex Smith year. It was uh, it was when they were going against the Patriots. They'd just gone 14 and two, the Chargers. And like, it's crazy because uh, I was actually in uh, like the barber shop that I went to. It was one of the hood barber shops, but they had like, you know, five dudes in there that are notorious in the barber game. And then like the homie that I went to, he was actually from New York, but somehow got inter- intermingled with all these guys. Hey, well, hey, it be like that sometimes, bro. When you come out west, you don't, you don't leave. We're supposed to San Diego type of shit. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like- yeah. So these dudes, they always had Charger players coming through. So they were coming through on like their bye week. And like they were like, oh, yeah, it's about to be us and the Bears, like in the Super Bowl. And, uh, you know, just already looking past, you know, the two teams that they would have had to beat to get there. <laughs> and my homie was like, man, aren't you guys about to play the Patriots next week? <laughs> and, uh, that, and and see, like, there's a mistake, like one right there. They're already, they're not even thinking about the Patriots right then. The opening drive of the game, Schottenheimer fucked this all the way up. It was like fourth and 11 or some shit on like the 20 yard line. And they go for it. <laughs> they go for it and fail instead of kicking a fucking field goal that would have put them up three to zero. That already swings momentum like right away in the wrong direction. And then, stupid. And then there was a fucking play. Then we get to like the fourth quarter, and so many things happen in the fourth quarter that's stupid. It's like they pick off Tom Brady with like five minutes left or some shit like that. And fucking, uh, I don't even know who it was, man. I'm sure he got released after this game as well. He picks it off, picks off Brady. He doesn't go down. He tries to run it back in house and he runs it back like 10, 15 yards and then he gets stripped. <laughs> Brady gets the ball back and I think they're even farther up. They're more cl- they're closer to the touchdown now than what they were because of just how that whole play worked out. And then um, I think it was later on that drive, like right at the end, we're talking very end of the game. They have Brady backed up in like a third and 15 or third and 20, some shit like that. And they stop him. And I can't remember who the fucking cornerback is who who uh, defends the play. He's so fucking hyped up. And yeah, yeah. He headbutt the wide receiver right in front of him after the play happened. 15 yards, automatic first down. Oh, my God. What a fucking dumbass. <laughs> that extended the play that, like, helped them lose the game. Like, it's just all these fucked up things and all these extra chances that you give Tom Brady <laughs> and uh, they only lost by three. Like it was a hell of a close game. Only lost by three, all these mistakes. And I know there was more than this. These are just the ones that were that memorable. To I'm, me. cur- I'm cursing at these players worse than Marty Schottenheimer. Because <laughs> <laughs> hey, that motherfucker was flashing. <laughs> I think you might've actually heard a <laughs> curse word that he, there weren't no farfic nukins that day. You heard an actual F-bomb. Charlie, I don't think that this was I don't, this was not the uh, the L. I don't. I'm almost positive that LT did not get hurt during this game. Um, 
Yeah, because like no, that was he was about to fight after the game, like the because the, they were in San Diego for this, and like some of the Patriots players came and they were dancing on the fucking on the logo, and now he was about to fight like after the game. He was about to fuck some people up. Yeah, because the other one, I think he's talking the one about with Darren Sproles. It was the Colts where yeah. Darren Sproles like went well, and he had, didn't they didn't he have a torn ACL? That's what it ended up being. Yeah, for Thomason. Yeah. Dang, they was okay. What year was that? Because did he miss an entire year, or did they? No, they just uh, built him different. Actually, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't. Uh, well, oh, was it Philip Rivers that had a partially torn ACL or something like that? Like, <laughs> yeah, when he played on it, right? Yeah, yeah, he played on it, and I was like, yeah. oh, what? Well, that's a stupid decision. Yeah, <laughs> like you might as well <laughs> have somebody play that was healthy and have a better chance than a hobbled Phil Rivers. Yeah, they really didn't have anybody though, and he was a statue, anyways. Yeah, they had him in a shotgun, I remember. He had the brace on. <laughs> it's crazy because I don't pay attention to the games. <laughs> I didn't pay attention to games like that. Like, you know, like when you're watching it. Like, I, we used to watch all the playoff games, all this shit. Have parties. It was really about having the parties back then. It wasn't until I started playing fantasy, really, like, where I'm fucking yeah. invested in every fucking play. You know what I mean? This article just says um, if Philip Rivers played through a torn ACL and Tomlinson aggravated his mystery injury. <laughs> oh, they, they never the said what it was. The injury were never. Oh, that's right. Because that's remember, insane. What they the never fuck? said he had an injury. I remember this now. They never said he had an injury, but he sat on the bench. Remember? Yeah, with like his helmet on and shit. Yeah, and they were like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah, and he just never told nobody. But he said it was. I was just hurt. I couldn't do it. Yeah, and Charlie Brown said, that's crazy. I forgot all this. I mean, shit, that game was like, shit, we're almost 20 years removed from that. Now, like, that's no fucking way. Was that 06? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Damn, that was a long fucking time ago, B. Yeah, I, I, met, I met LT at a game. Cool dude. He said those blue uh, Charger jerseys were dope. LT had on, man. You mean the powder blue. Don't. Come on. Yeah, you got, it's just like there's blue and there's sky blue and then there's powder blue. That you know, powder was so blue random one time, one time we went to the mall and it's like literally like one time, like we it was this is maybe 2019 or 18 because Noble's hella hella young at this point. Um, where where we're like still holding him, he's not even. I mean, he probably could walk, but we were holding him at the mall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm going by this store and like LT is in there like doing like photo ops and stuff. And this is like when he's doing like uh, prior to him going into the Hall of Fame. So yeah. it's like him doing the rounds like everywhere, you know, on the Hall of Fame, uh, you know, media tour or whatever. And so this, ran- this fucking the most random time I went to the mall ever and LT was there. And so, of course, See, but that's the universe, though, bro. That's all yeah. right. Come on. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? This is this is I told you what, how I met. I told you the grocery store I went to routinely Steve Young went to because he lived in the country club that was like on the mountain, you know what yeah. I mean? Like up and he would have to come down, you know what I'm saying? But he, he, but he just so happened to be living in San Jose, you know what I mean? And like, here we are in the east side in the hood and he comes down from the mountain, from the fucking, you know what I mean? He goes to the grocery store. He's just a regular, he's by himself. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Or like Jerry Rice, the way I, the first time I ever met Jerry Rice, he was a Raider. Uh-huh. And uh, this motherfucker's walking into the mall. I'm in the mall. I'm, I'm, I'm a freshman, so I'm like 15 years old or 14 years old. And uh, he walks in through the Macy's, and it's nighttime. It's like 
it, it's 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 West Coast night times, like six o'clock because it's like fall. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So he walks in his motherfucker. He got stunners on at night. You feel me? Hey, walks in his motherfucker, and my mom, she's at the land come. Is that what they call it? Land come? You know the little makeup things and shit. Uh-huh. And I'm standing there next to her, and, I'm, and my mom's like, <gasps> and I look when she's looking like, oh shit, oh Jerry Rice. And he looks at me, right? Like he starts walking. He looks. I said, Niners, baby. <laughs> and he was one along. That's you know what I mean? That's but you know what I mean? Like, ah, fucking kid. Because I'm like, you're a Raider, man. <laughs> and then he was at the in store, and I went, because I'm like, oh, my mom's like, we're at the Macy's. We're just, just going there for that. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go, you know what I mean? I'm going to go wait in line. Yeah. And try to get, you know, something. And there was hella people in line, too. Hella Niners, too. Hella fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah, but it was at the Raiders Nation store because that's what you know what I mean. So he's Raiders <laughs> store. Yeah, and then I was like, man, and I was walking around the store, and I'm like, man, there's nothing to fucking buy here to fucking. <laughs> that's a night. I'm like, I don't have anything to get. It's signed. all Raiders gear. Yeah, and then, and then like, and the line was dummy ass long, so I was like, fuck it, screw it. I, I, you know, I, I had my, I, I was at the right place at the right time anyway. I had my, my personal little. Yeah, I got to troll him real quick. Yeah, the coolest, uh, <laughs> the coolest athlete. That I that I met was Pete Rose, who's fucking savage, just like the way. <laughs> what was the conversation like? Well, okay. Well, I mean, first off, let's just paint the picture. I'm going to Mandalay Bay, and uh, we're going to see. Uh, I mean, this is fuck. What year would this have been? 2012, maybe. And uh, yeah, 2012. And uh, so yeah, don't live in Vegas yet. And uh, we're going to the Mandalay Bay. I think we're going to see the Michael Jackson show. I can't remember what the hell we were going to go see at that point. And uh, I'm just walking by. Um, I don't even know what the hell the store is called, but it might have been the Field of Dreams or like whatever, you know, but one of the sports shops. And it was like Pete Rose. And it was like it had dates and it had times. I was like, what the fuck is today? And like I pull out my phone. It's the last day on there. Universe. I was like, I was like what fucking time is it right now? And it was like a half an hour, like past, you know, the time there. The last time. There's nobody in the store. But I walk in and uh, I was like, hey, is he still here? And uh, they're like, yeah, he's still here. And he was like, actually, if you buy something right now, it was like, if you buy like the top thing, it was like, you'll get like triple your value because we'll give you like one of everything. Because they're just trying to like sell as much as they can. Like no one's even in there anymore. So like I bought the jersey, which is like right behind me. It's kind of a little, uh, yeah, little, um, what's it called? Uh, what's it called? Glare right there. But yeah, I got like a jersey, like. A jersey was like four hundred. A ball was like three hundred, and like, but I got the jersey, got the ball, got like two pictures, and like hanging out with him, and got all these pictures and stuff. And uh, yeah, he was like, he's like, where are you from? I was like, San Diego. He's like, man, they have amazing weather there, amazing ladies. He was like, but the baseball team not so good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit, they, hey, they're like the choke artists in this past couple of years, huh? Uh, but like they just they give up the booty at the end. It was uh, I mean, what really fucked them last year because they made a they they made a huge move. Oh, the dude got suspended. Yeah, for PEDs and like, what's crazy about this dude? So it's uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. His dad is the guy, the notorious player that that hit two grand slams in the same inning. And, uh, and and it's his son who's like the phenom in baseball, like right now. He's like about to, he's he's very close to being oh, the face man. of baseball, but he's about to be the face of baseball. 
And uh, so he played shortstop. But since he got suspended for like 160 games, they had to get other guys to play other positions. And so like now they actually made all these moves to where they have a really dope shortstop. And so now he just plays every position. It was like whoever's about to get a day off, he just plays their position. And he just plays every day. That's fucking tight. <laughs> like one of the highest paid right now, too? Uh, yeah. I know that he got one of those 10-year fucking savage fucking contracts. Let's see. So, but, well, but then he... But he was suspended. He he didn't get none of that bread for the suspended games. Nah, nah, he nah, he lost out on that. But I mean, shit, fourteen year, thirty four hundred, uh, three hundred and forty million. Um, you know, I mean, missing a half a season, you're not losing too much. And I think he was streaming on Twitch a lot at the time because during COVID, he was one of the guys who was streaming on Twitch and uh, playing baseball games. Dang, you know what's crazy is um. I wonder if like the the you know the legend of his dad makes him like you know what I'm already hella good but you know what I can get better. He hit so he's how crazy is this? On the exact same day, I don't even know how many years later, but from the exact day when his dad did that, he goes into LA and hits two home runs in the same day, and one of them I think was a walk off to wow. like the game. Like <laughs> I know it's only a matter of you know they play in the same. Uh, um, I mean, he played, it was against the Dodgers and that's where his dad hit the home run. His dad played for the Cardinals. And uh, so, you know, just happened to be against a team that he's going to face like a shitload of times, you know, but to do it on the exact day, however many years later, was pretty cool too. And he's so good that people don't even care. I think they, they it's like they gave him a pass on the feet and knees. <laughs> he's so fucking good. I remember seeing him as a rookie like the first year that he came up, it was in some, it was in some trade where he got packaged in. He's like one of the, what, one of the top prospects in baseball. And then San Diego's in a rebuilding year. So they trade off their, like their top, uh, their top starter. And they get like, I don't know how many picks and how many players, but he was one of the guys who got thrown in to this like crazy trade. Nuts. And just thrown in as a throw in player. <laughs> Ha, ah, office said eating <laughs> eating burgers next to Jamarcus Russell. Yeah, he said uh he said he was in the San Francisco's weird like that walk in by Rain Wilson and was that Dwight Dwight Schrute in Chinatown was eating burgers next to Jamarcus Russell. That's nuts. You think right. Jamarcus Russell can't walk around anymore because of uh I mean not literally walk around, but you think he just gets booed everywhere that uh <laughs> Um by Raiders. Like Raider fans will tell, will let a motherfucker know, bro. You know what I mean? I mean, but also too, it's Raider fans. They they, they probably should have been mad at more mad at Al Davis. You know what I mean? Like he was so old and senile. You know when they get to the old and senile phase, like he was doing some crazy shit. Like like giving all that money, or give, like giving all that money to Jamarcus Russell. That's that's pretty crazy. You know what I mean? You know. Um, it's nuts that we could go look at. I mean, I don't have the, I, I know I have the picture somewhere. I just got to go find it. But there was this stretch of like maybe like 10 years where like if you drafted after the Raiders in the first round, you were almost guaranteed like at least a stud of a player, if not like someone who was like an all pro or like, I mean, she had multiple Hall of Famers were, <laughs> were drafted after the Raiders pick because early in this, 
they uh I remember seeing that I remember seeing that when uh it was the Raiders and the Niners um they had like a tie of a schedule and we actually had to flip for it so uh -huh. it was like Rod Woodson came out to flip for the Niners okay and then I forget who came out to flip for the for the I mean to represent the Raiders but yeah and then like I think we got McGlitchy Mike McGlitchy okay he was actually a pretty easy he was he was pretty good I mean when like he was not Quentin Nelson because Quentin Nelson was the star left tackle coming out of Notre Dame and then he was the right tackle coming out of Notre Dame uh, McGlitchy was you know what I mean and uh, yeah, the Niners. That's who the Niners drafted. Man, we, we didn't even get him to a second contract. He he with the he's with uh, the Broncos now. Oh shit! Yeah, which is fucking. I remember. Dope. So this stretch was like it started off with like Calvin Johnson and like Larry Fitzgerald. Like those were some of the the notorious big ones in the beginning. I remember uh, Dante Whitner was one of those guys uh, drafted right after a Raiders pick. Um, I know there's more defensive players, but I'm spacing on it. But Aaron Rodgers, how about that? Like they picked the pick before Aaron Rodgers was fucking drafted. <laughs> and uh, so it's, just, it's so many years of like, I know, I, I understand like people can miss on the draft picks, but how do you miss like by just like one pick? It's like the person is like, oh, come on. Don't pick, Al Davis. <laughs> don't pick the guy we want. Don't pick the guy we want. Don't pick the guy they want. And then they're like, Henry Rhodes. <laughs> they're like, yes. Did not pick the guy that we that is that is and I, and I was saying that in that 2020 that year I was saying they got a Ouija board on the side and they're talking to Al Davis bro <laughs> like get the fastest guy <laughs> oh, <laughs> the fastest man. guy on the board that, that old gritty New York fucking attitude bro yeah because that's where he's from right he's from New York mm -hmm. originally uh huh. And then there's the son who's just a goof. That shit's crazy. A real goofy haircut. And office that Russell hung out on Broadway Street uh, late night, regularly during the season. <laughs> and I said, I guess that's why the character or locker room leadership matters a lot. So you don't, <laughs> so you don't get Johnny Manziel types. Yeah, for sure. Because like, I don't know. Like, it's different in college. But like, man, like you got to be a leader of men when you are in the NFL, and like, I don't know these vets. These I think I think also too, it's like you got to be if you're not a like you got to be like a producer, right? Like 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 there's someone like a like a Mercedes Lewis, right? Mercedes Lewis, he's always like a team captain. Every you know, I mean, everybody loves him. He keeps everybody in check because he's been around for so long, but. He he puts in, he does he puts in work. He does the dirty work. He's out there blocking. He's out there. He, but he does dude. helps everything else. Helps the run game. I have such a dope Mercedes Lewis fantasy story. This is okay. like epic fantasy. Like going back to like David yeah, Gerard and and Mercedes Lewis. You remember that? Wow. Jags. Yeah, on the Jags. And this is like I cannot remember the game, but I'm sure we could go find it because that's how epic it was. Like. Garrard to Mercedes Lewis, like the book. Okay, I have both of them on my team, mind you. 
And this is like an afternoon game as well. So the big first half games like already happened and shit. There's like a second half game. And it's yeah. like right at the end, like they're not doing that great, but they're not doing really bad. And like, it's like 10 seconds left in the game. And Gerard just like chucks it like 60 yards in the air. Just like, you know, up in a sea of people. There's nothing but people around, you know, like in the end zone. And like the safety swats it down. And it goes right into Mercedes Lewis's stomach. <laughs> and he runs it in for the touchdown. <laughs> yeah. That was epic. At the end of the game, and I had both of them. Like, that's a fantasy story that I'll, like, never forget. No. Um, man, I got a ton of them, bro. I got a ton of them. <laughs> but I both, I, but, uh, equally and maybe even more, I have where, like, I'm on the other side of those. You know what I mean? Yeah, those are ugly. I, I think those have been, like, removed from my memory. Too much trauma. My brain is blocking them out. <laughs> like the crazy shit. I remember this one time. It was it was the Chiefs. This was 20... Uh, this is 2017. Chiefs. Uh, Cowboys. Right? Uh, no. It's a, uh, it's Cowboys and Washington with Kirk Cousins, right? Uh huh. And uh, at the it's it's the the Cowboys are, are they're they're lightweight smacking by like two scores, and it's like a minute left, and then 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 Kirk turns the ball over. And mind you, I'm playing a guy right who has um who has a Dallas defense because it's a stupid team defense, right? Yeah. And then like so here they go they go fuck it. Uh, 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 Kirk Cousins turns the ball over, right? And then Dak turns the ball over. I'm like, I'm like all right, cool. Get the, their defense off the ball, off the shit, right? Uh-huh. And then here's fucking Corky, uh, Corky Kirk. It's clear garbage time now. He yeah. just throws up a, he just throws up one, right? And the defender picks him off. But, and they're like, oh, the rookie, bro. But it was like a guy, like, you know, in a rotation, like not even a starter. He's so happy to pick it off. He runs it all the way back. Everyone's just walking off the field, like the Washington guys. He runs it all the way back, and that shit cost me. And I'm like, this fucking guy, dude. (laughs) Like, clearly no one's going to stop him, but he's just so happy to score a fucking touchdown. And Bake said, man, where's Alex Leatherwood? He said, we had terrible picks. How come the offensive linemen, like, never hit for the Raiders? Why do they always pick the worst fucking offensive linemen? Alex Leatherwood had a, a second-round grade and shit, and they go and get him in the first round. What was that guy's name? Gal- Gal- uh, Luke Gallery or Galloway? Or, you remember that? Fuck. Yeah. He fucking sucked. <laughs> I probably didn't remember that name. Um, who else did that? And then they even, I mean. Because he was, like, highly rated on Madden. And I remember, like, when uh, the homies drafted, he was like, man, don't draft that guy. Because <laughs> he was a Raiders fan. He's like, that guy's a fucking bum. <laughs> and that's why. Remember I remember Tim, like Tim Brown. The Niners, we drafted Tim Brown, right? Uh, and then, like, Tim Brown was, like, really bad. So, but we trade him to the Patriots and, and, and part of that Jimmy deal, right? And then he's really good, like, highly, highly rated on PFF. Uh, after a couple seasons with the Patriots, but he was always like highly graded at pass pro. But then I'm like, fuck no, he's terrible when you watch it, right? But it's because 
Brady gets the ball out like top three quickest in the game those years. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like the pressure's coming. He's getting the ball out hella quick. And, yeah, and it's, it's over. Yeah. So when it gets completed, that means that he, he held up good and passed from. Right. You know what I mean? It yeah. doesn't, it's so skewed. <laughs> Tim, yeah. And then it, then Tim Brown, then he gets traded to the Raiders. And then they go, oh, yeah, there's Tim Brown. <laughs> but like, I mean, it worked okay in the Raiders because their cars in that same fashion where he, you know, he got to get the ball out quick because. Cause you know the line sucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the Raiders line always sucks, man. But Josh, that's why Josh Jacobs so good, bro. Yeah. He just produces, bro. It don't matter. He's the man. He's the man. I know. They better pay his ass. That's why he hasn't signed that shit. <laughs> yeah. Pay that man his money, goddammit. Like, man, yeah, he deserves it. And especially when all these contracts is you could out after two years, anyways. And, like, most of these running backs, even if they sign a four-year contract, they're restructuring after, like, two years anyways. Like, come on. I mean, yeah, like, look at Aaron Jones. He got his joint, right, a couple years yeah, ago. He got a four-year, 48 mil. Yeah, and they already restructured him, what, twice? No, I think it was just once. But oh, they could have got rid of him, remember, like, if That's they right. if they didn't restructure him. So it was the – I don't know if it was cash over cap, but I think it was just pushing back money on the extension, right? Like pushing it back, like just farther back. I mean, yeah, making more of it a signing bonus. So yeah, I guess it is cash over cap because that's what signing bonus is. Damn, yeah. Office said Bills uh, Cincy Hamlin game was my worst fantasy moment. I made four of eight championships and lost uh, all four championship games that I was projected to win easily. Yeah, that's rough. Definitely could have won more championships last year. I lost, but yeah. I lost yeah. two of those championships like that last year. Yeah. But yeah, that's tough. Not winning any championships and then losing like that way. Yeah. I will go down in uh, in history. Um, that is for sure. Yeah, he's had enough of me bitching, though. Glad Hamlin's back out there. <coughs> he's still a backup, though. Like, that's the thing. He's gonna be, he's still behind Micah Hyde, who I think they said is getting almost all the way back to normal. I fuck, I fuck with Micah Hyde tough. Yeah, he's bad Poyer. Oh, geez, bro. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's see. We're going to get up out of here. I'm going to smoke this last bowl. Any questions before we get out of here, throw them in there. We'll be back for FNT in a couple hours. And then uh, we got a silver screen breakdown of Half Baked tonight. So make sure you guys come back for that. It's going to be a good one. Oh, woo. Man, this Tahoe GB hitting. And I uh, cannot wait for August because, uh, yeah, we're going to, we're working uh, right now on, uh, I mean, we're working on getting the Ellis Greens down there, which uh, Kev said it shouldn't be an issue. And mm -hmm. then uh, we're working. I'm about, to, I'm about to see Kevin in a little bit. He's about to pull up. We're working on uh, getting the wafers and the drip. There you yeah. go. Yeah, because we uh, we're gonna have a dab bar going there, and uh, so that yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be awesome. Sick. Yeah, and it's funny. Uh, um, let me see. What's the uh, what's our new homie's name? Oh yeah, Drake. 
<laughs> he's uh, he said yeah he's gonna he said he's thinking about coming man it it sucks when I meet people who are in San Diego but I meet him after I already left because <laughs> Drake right. sounds like a cool motherfucker he works at a smoke shop he's into dabs and um, smokes good tree and all that he's like man I'm gonna loves long 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 walks on the beach. He was like, I love. He was like, man, this sounds so fun. He was like, I got to get out there. I meet the 420 crew in person, and uh, and I was like, it's all inclusive, you know, the weed, the dabs, the drinks. And he was like, you think there's going to be enough dabs? <laughs> Trust me, there will be. Because <clears throat> uh, I don't think a lot of people are going to. Yeah, be- I, was about, I was just about to say that part too. Yeah, because, I mean, um, I'm going to recommend people do, like, you know, even little baby dabs, you know, just try it out. Because you can do a real tiny, tiny, little, little piece of a dab and really just getting the taste of it and stuff. And uh, I'm going to be high for hours. (laughs) (laughs) On a good one, that's for sure. On a good, on a super good one, though. That's, like, really, like, that's what a dab, I mean, concentrates in general, bro. That's, it's crazy because it's the longest stretch in years that I don't just have in my pocket or cart, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, how long you know me, bro? I'm always have like, I don't have no tree. Like, oh yeah, where's my cart? You know what I mean? Yeah. You're just inside the house when the kids drive me crazy. Like that's the one thing too. I man, I need to get a cart, bro. Yeah. Kids be driving me crazy, and I don't like going in and out the house. Like you know, I can't leave the baby ever. Yeah. The baby's so crazy. She's climbing everything, opening <laughs> the cabinet, slamming it. <laughs> we have that new this new TV stand, right? Uh huh. I'm like, or the well, it's not a TV stand, but you know the thing that goes right there. Yeah. And I'm like looking for her. Where the fuck is Mimi at, dude? This motherfucker's inside here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's inside there. Like, oh, oh man, those are those are little small spots, but for a two year old, like man, that's an easy spot. And they're like, hell yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you know, because like I, because I, that's like and because I was going back and forth with Magoobs on a trade, and I'm just like, just like that, looking at my phone. You know what I mean? And I'm saying, where the fuck she go? I'm like looking at her, and it's she in there quiet too. <laughs> I was just like, "Where the fuck?" I'm like going upstairs. I'm upstairs. Hey, yeah. where's Mimi? Yeah. And then, then I start tripping. Oh shit! Where's Mimi? Yeah. She's about to be the best hide and go seek. I come downstairs and say, "Mimi." Then I hear her laugh. I'm like, "Oh, this motherfucker's in there <laughs> again." And it was like, "Oh, she's in there again." I know you haven't. I know you haven't seen all the uh, <laughs> all the uh, the Kevin Hart standups, but did you see the? I don't even remember which one it was, but it was the bit about his daughter, like hiding out like all day playing hide and seek. And uh, no, <laughs> yeah, I, he was doing something. He says, "Go play hide and seek," and then like scared the shit out of him later to where he like ran. <laughs> Ran in the car room, was like, thought the one was about to kill him. <laughs> oh, shit. And then it's funny. And then she she was like, how come you had me waiting here for 10 hours, daddy? I'm hungry. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh, shit. He just forgot himself? <laughs> That's crazy. That's how good she was hiding, <laughs> that everybody forgot. Damn. And often said, I love cartridges due to the no smell. I can uh, sneak a smoke at work everywhere. Hell yeah, man. I mean, I mean, I it would, does uh, smell, but just for a sec. Yeah, I would I would just do straight dabs in my car the last time that I had, uh, had a regular job. Like, first it was uh, a bubbler. I was all about the bubblers in the car because they could, like, fit right in the little, uh, the little mm-hmm. cup holder. The, the cup holder. Yeah, real nice. But then I uh, had to upgrade to dabs in the car. 
because uh, man, like I don't know, just working these regular ass jobs, like need to be sedated to like <laughs> deal with the stupid. I'm shit. I'm not gonna lie. There's a number of times where like, you know, we'll be in the road and you look over it in, in the traffic. Somebody, you look over to, in, the, in the next car and that motherfucker just has a torch. My car's like, what the fuck is he doing? I was like, he's hitting it down. Because <laughs> <laughs> it just looks hella crazy. Like, is he welding in there? Or something? <laughs> no. Especially like, because uh, I mean, that's the torch that I got, the straight, like, you know, plumber's welding torch, you know, but that's actually like the best one because uh, those small ass torches. Those ones that, uh, you know, people be lighting cigars with and shit, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Those, those, ones, those don't work. But, I mean, they, they burn out, like, real quick, fuck up, and then, like, and then just having to reload. Like, man, I mean, the, um, the what's it called? The cans of butane, they're fucking expensive, man. Like, six, seven, eight bucks, you know? And they're, like, small as hell. But if you get the fucking, you know, the welder's torch and they get the propane shit from Costco or from my Walmart or whatever, like, man, that shit lasts, like, I don't even know, like, how much longer. Hey, hey, what up, Hassan? He said, hey there, guys. Happy early Father's Day. Cheers. Cheers. To all the fathers be. <clears throat> yeah, I, I'm... I don't know what we're going to do on Father's Day if uh, anything's going to happen. Vanessa asked, you want to go to Meow Wolf and do mushrooms? <laughs> and, like, that might be the move. Because every time you go, you're going to find something new, you know what I mean? Oh, for sure. And every time I get a little bit more ballsy and take a little bit more than the time before. <laughs> I know, I got some chocolate. I ate a chocolate last night just to calm my mind. You know what I'm saying? For sure. You know, I, I ain't going front too. Initially, too, like a hella mad at my girl. Cause it just goes back to like this I'm always right thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I told you I had to go get checked a long fucking time ago. Like, you know what I mean? Because initially, you know, when, when they're like, oh, it might be emergency surgery. Like, you know, it's just inflammation. Just depending. But, you know, this, this bitch, the doctor at first, not, she's not at liberty to say all that. You know what I mean? Like, she's not, that's not her specialty, right? But she's just looking at the scan, assuming it. You know what I mean? So it's like, fuck. You know what I mean? That I'm really mad. See, this motherfucker told her. Like, you let it get to wherever it's at now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I told your ass a long time ago. Like, when, even when, like, at our old crib, was that like two months ago at this point now? Almost? Yeah. It happened over there, too. And she was still at, I, well, I don't know if she was still at the job, the other job. Either way, because when I was like, I'm not, if I had insurance, bro, I'm going, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when I had dental, bro, I'm going, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like, if I could utilize that shit, I'll do it. That shit, bro. Fucking dumb shit. Otherwise, like everything else, paying out of pocket basically, or get the free shit. You know what I mean? That's that's the one thing, too, when you're like self employed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, otherwise, it's like the thing that sucks at most of those jobs anyway, bro, there's just that, like, they're going to offer Kaiser or something. Like, I can get Kaiser. Like, I got Kaiser. You know what I mean? My guy through Medi-Cal. I was like, fuck that one. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and some levels of that shit is fucking bullshit. Stupid. Yeah. yeah. I remember one. This is how bullshit I knew the insurance was. Okay. So the same shit that the same shit that happened to me in Florida. That's been happening to me for years. And like I didn't know what the fuck it was. And like, you know, one one person said it was diabetes. And like but, like, how can I have, like, diabetes one time and then, like, the next time? I know. 
Right. I mean, she probably went. She probably was looking at the results and assuming, and then when you go to, the, then they send you to a specialist. I mean, that happens a lot, which is stupid. I was, like, she was. I, I was within her vicinity for like two minutes. That's it for her to like prick me with something and say I was diabetic right away, and then I go get blood work done, and then I'm not diabetic, you know. And maybe it's like on the, you know, on the verge or on the levels or whatever, because I don't yeah. have, didn't have the best eating habits, especially not back then. But then I go and like, and when I'm getting blood work and all the shit that was like happening with like my leg and all that and explaining all the symptoms. Was it a bacterial infection or something? No, she told me that she was like, we're not sure what's wrong with you. She was like, just wear compression socks and it should fix everything. Did it? (laughs) No. (laughs) Damn, what a crock. That was in like, maybe like 2014 and like this shit, like. The Florida shit was like 2021. Some shit like that. So like randomly on and off. And then now I figured out what it was. And it took like me going to like a vein specialist. What is it? uh, Well, it was a bacterial infection, but it's because I have. uh, So I had when I was uh, when I was born, I was born club footed and I had a cast on my uh, on my leg for like, I think until I was like one and a half or something. That's funny because I was born flat footed and I used to have to wear them shoes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? That puts a curve in your shit. Uh-huh. And now I'm a dancing machine. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, and this isn't something that I knew then, and it wasn't something that I knew until like I, until 2021. <laughs> is that I have small veins, and if I get any kind of like bacterial like infection, like it could totally like fuck me up because my veins can't handle. Like the infection. Yeah, so like it'll get inflamed and all that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, and it's from having a bad athlete's foot. And um, it's crazy because moving to Vegas, having less humidity, it's actually better for that issue that I uh, that I had. Because it was always it was from like, like working in jobs and wearing like, you know, being there for 10 hours wearing socks, my feet sweating and shit like that. And just random shit like that. So working from home is better <laughs> and being in Vegas is better. And the office said, happy Father's Day, dudes. He said, you guys work your asses off. Appreciate you, homie. And he said, uh, when you have insurance, often it isn't good enough uh, Pay and pay a shit ton out of pocket. I remember <laughs> going to, I remember having insurance and it coming out of my check at work. And like one, and this is when all this shit was like happening with like my, my leg and like these issues that I didn't know what the fuck was like going on. And like, I go to like their urgent care and the copay was like 75 or a hundred dollars or some shit like that. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and like, um, it was fucking ridiculous. And uh, yeah, so like, so I would still like the couple times that this shit happened. Um, I would, uh, I would go in, I would go into like those free clinics or whatever. And most of the time they were just giving me fucking uh, antibiotics and that was it. And those antibiotics probably weren't even doing anything. Like it was, uh, it was probably just like healing over time. What's <coughs> so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> that shit went on and on for years and nobody could fucking help me. And it was because I had like no insurance either. All right, we'll see if Bogey gets back here 
in a second. If not, we're going to get ready to get up out of here. And uh, let's see. I think a, a couple pieces of news might have came in. Let's see if anything's super important. Um, we know that uh, the Titans and the Patriots are hella hell interested in DeAndre Hopkins. Um... Oh, shit. No way. I wonder if this is true or not. Um, it said Aaron Rodgers vetoed a trade to the New England Patriots and chose New York. What the hell? <laughs> what the hell? The Patriots tried to get Aaron Rodgers? That is insane. All right. We're going to get up out of here. We'll be back in a couple hours. Appreciate you guys rocking with us. And uh, Bake said, when are we starting the Mighty Ducks League? We'll do uh, – so I got to get a few people to pay. And uh, I think one more person might have to join. But um, we might be able to get that going, uh, get that started today and do the uh, draft order race at the end of, uh, of FNT. All right. We can get up out of here. Appreciate you guys rocking with us. We'll see you back for FNT at 1 West Coast time. For Eastern, peace out. Defense on me. I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz all night. If they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure they remember forever the night they played the Titans.